it's so loud. <laughs> I think I'm deaf. I, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't heard anything uh, loud in like 10 years. I don't, I don't, everything's too quiet for me. Oh yeah. Forget about my, uh, they don't know they sponsor me, but they do. Innocent gun in Scotland. I'm holding them hostage is what I'm doing. I'm going to hold them hostage and force them to pay me to stop doing this and ruining their brand. That's how you long con, guys. Right, Phil? Everybody does seem like they've gone crazy. Oh well, it's the new normal, right, Gary? Oh, all right, Phil, that's enough of that. Hi, guys, how are you? What's going on? Sorry about that little hiccup there earlier. I don't know what the hell that was about. It is, it, it, ha it, it happens. Something. It's something that happens. I don't even remember what the hell I was just talking about. All right, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm long conning innocent. They're going to have to pay me to stop drinking and ruining their brand. Like, please stop. We'll give you $50,000. Um, I'm pretty sure I'm probably their, their most fucking important uh, advertisement. I've never, have you ever seen an innocent gun advertisement in your life? Have you ever seen one in your life? How many times have you seen me? I am their advertising department. I, uh, they owe me so much money. I'm just now realizing they owe me millions of dollars, I think, probably. <laughs> I'll get you. I'm going to get you, Innocent Gun. You can't hide from me forever. Uh, Gary says, finally, the world is crazy like the most of us. Now we fit in. Yeah, well... <laughs> I think we all stayed the same and they all went crazy. So Peter Frampton says, good evening. Thank you so much, man. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. I hope you guys are doing well. Hi, all, all the people over there on Trovo Twitch and YouTube uh, again still before they ban this channel. It's, I'm surprised it's taking this long. Usually they're getting faster and faster with it, but uh, we'll, go to, we'll go to channel four soon. Um, again, uh, if you follow me, that's you got to follow all the different things. Right now it looks like Gab might be the last bastion of uh, information on any kind of social media platform because... Uh, uh, and Telegram, maybe, but I'm heavily suppressed and banned on, on everything. I'm suspended on Facebook yet again for a month. Um, it lasted literally two days, two more days, another month. I'm on there probably one, all the days I'm not suspended from Facebook in a year probably adds up to about six weeks. So it's a pointless, stupid platform. Get off of that. Stop using that. Um, Gab is there. If everybody, if everybody goes there, then that's where, that's where it is. It's better now, but nobody likes to, nobody likes to change and new, use new things. TikTok heavily suppressed also. Was it 31 or 35,000 people or something? No, it's a, no. No, it hasn't moved in, hasn't moved in a month. <laughs> right? You know, went at 30,000 people in a couple of months and then it just right to a halt. Videos are getting five, 10,000 views or hit or views an upload another at like 200. <laughs> Gee, I wonder what happened there. I, I don't know. I don't suspect anything strange. Instagram, same thing. It's just like, you know. All right, right, almost at 10,000 followers? Nope, nope, that's far enough. You're not going anywhere. And they're like unsubscribing. And people do that on the YouTube channels too. People will come back like, well, I keep getting unsubscribed from your channel somehow. I don't know how that's happening. I know how that's happening. And so do you. Um, because uh, I'm very heavily censored. <laughs> don't know why. Must be because I'm so crazy. Because I'm so wrong about everything. That must be why. Because, uh, you know, 
I would keep crazy people. I'd give them the biggest platform because you'd go look at the maniac and they'd be so embarrassed that uh, they would eventually stop on their own out of just public outcry of like how awful it is rather than, uh, you know, having to silence and destroy anybody that says anything. Ah, uh, Shannon, Senior Bean, what are you guys talking about over there? Oh, there is a website. <laughs> Innocent Gun, yeah. Did I put that up on the screen? Also on Instagram too, is it? Yeah. No, it's not. It's Innocent Gun, beer and lager. Are you of legal drinking age in your country? The legal drinking age in Dagalon is 12, so yes. <laughs> 4.6, garbage. You gotta get the good stuff. 6.6, what is this weird green? I don't like, I don't like this. As your innocent gun, as your spokesman, as your at your chief advertising, uh, I, I don't like this color scheme. Uh, I, I don't, I don't know, and it's weaker. Like I don't think you're going in the right direction here. Too much green. It's making me think of like, uh, oh, like a like a climate change commercial. Like you're trying to be too like oh, look at the bushes, man, and everything's so green and happy. Yeah, I don't, I don't like that. I like the red. I like this. This one, I mean, it's red and white. It's patriotic. Maybe the Hells Angels are into it, you know? It's blood red. It's like, yeah, maybe, you know, when you're done drinking, you can hit somebody with it or, you know, you know, like old Scotland, you know, where it was like violence and alcohol were pretty much the, like synonymous with each other. So it's like, well, we know you're going to end up trying to kill somebody after the... It's Scotland. You don't go to a pub in Scotland and it doesn't end up in, you know, horrible, you know... <laughs> so I don't like the new direction. I like the old direction. Let's go, let's go back. We need to go back to, uh, you know, that kind Maybe that's why I'm so angry. <laughs> we're secretly pu we're putting anger pills in his in his beer. That's what we're doing. Oh, uh, what else is I miss anything else? No. So we wait yet. Uh we'll get into that. Twitch. Hi, oh, a whole bunch of people over there. Uh if you missed it yet, uh was it yesterday? Jesus, was it just yesterday? The um Ty Nicholson uh, was by, and we talked to him for a while. That was a great conversation. He had a lot of interesting things to say, and we agree on fucking everything again. Like, isn't that strange? There's all these fucking dudes out there that are just, like, all thinking the same thing. <laughs> but we're all crazy, aren't we? We're all insane. And each one of these guys I talk to have very large social media followings, you know? So it's like, we're, it's just a lot of crazy people. It's just a lot of them, you know? A lot. You know, it might even get the impression it's fucking, I don't know, most people. But, mm, yeah, no. You're only to talk to CBC and only listen to CBC. Dirtbag Welder says, cheers, you bigot. Just finished a weld today. Weld test. Holy fuck, I'm glad that's over. Five 30-inch plates, international standards. Nice. I don't know if that's good or not. Is that good? Is that, is that good? I don't know. <laughs> I guess it's good. Good. Yay. Great. Um, good for you. Uh, is that the, probably the, to, to get qualified, to get your, uh, to, to make money and work in an actual job welding is, is good money in that, you know, good, uh, you know, necessary, something people need, <laughs> you know, like what do you do? Oh, only that only make stuff that we need. Oh, is that all you do? Oh, pff, useless, useless. You should be a fucking, uh, you should be a, uh, you know, a, a, a liberal arts therapist, life coach that also identifies as a unicorn. And guess drag queens are, I'm a, you know, I help coach kids in the LGBT arena and how to, yeah, no, literally no one needs that. That's not a thing. Uh, you're fucking useless. <laughs> you know, non-essential, right? Uh, boats for Canadians to get around the country. They're exactly right. Absolutely. Why not? So we had uh, Ty Nicholson yesterday. Tomorrow, Uncle Hack's going to be here. Uncle Hack from DangerCat69. Uh, I think about noon. We're shooting for about noon, and we're going to hang out for a couple hours and talk about uh, 
whatever, fucking jackass comedy dude stuff, you know, because he's a comedian. He's a stand-up comedian. I'm a sit-down comedian. We have a, you know, he's got facial hair. So do I, you know. Um, what's not to like? I mean, there's a lot in common there. There's a lot to take in, you know. We're both mildly offensive to look at, you know. It's just, uh, you know, there's a lot going on there. There's a lot of similarities there. So I don't, I've, I've talked to him a couple times before. We always have a great time. We always laugh our asses off. So it, uh, that'll be fun tomorrow. Next week uh, could be real interesting. I think uh, one of my uh, old army buddies might come by Tuesday. We always have hilarious conversations about wild stuff. Well, maybe we'll get in some more stories for you guys and talk about some some of the wild shit. Because he was in my not just he was on he was in my platoon overseas. So we know like a lot of the stories I've told you, he could tell you at this. You know what I mean? It's uh, <laughs> that might be fun. And then next Thursday, I don't want to give it away, but um, potentially S- Superman may be coming. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. Batman? Is it you? It might be Batman. I don't know. It could be Batman. There's no evidence that Devin isn't Batman. That's the real story, if you know who I mean. There's no evidence that Devin is not Batman. So you can't say he's not. Batman's not real. Can you prove he's not Batman? No? Well, then I'm sticking with it. Also another army guy and a fucking absolute legend. An absolute legend. That'd be insane. He'd be the only person I'd actually be nervous to talk to. (laughs) I hope he doesn't, I hope I don't disappoint this man. Oh, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, (laughs) Have you ever seen them in the same room together? That's a great, that's a great point, Chris. No one. No, I don't think anyone ever has. So that's going on. um, I'll go hack tomorrow. And then those two guys next week, hopefully, I mean, you never know, like fucking fucks things up, but that's the, that's the plan. And um, tonight I'm going to yell about all kinds of stuff. Like I was earlier, <laughs> earlier today on Instagram, which is now useless. I guess the live still works. I'll use it for that. I don't really feel like uploading much because, like, if it's not gonna go anywhere, it's not gonna go anywhere. Whatever, you know. Uh, Stack, as in Devin Stack. Yeah, I could get him again. Sure. Uh, yeah, I would. And Dawson too. Yeah, of course. Oh yeah, obviously we gotta go there again. Ryan's been killing it lately, doing all kinds of. He's just he's just making. It, I love that he's like making the rounds now. Everyone's like, "Have you talked to this Ryan Dawson guy yet?" I was like, bitch, I, I knew about him before you did, before he was cool. <laughs> he's, he's, and they're just like, wow, that guy knows so much. And I'm like, yes, that's why I've been saying this for years. I'm like, go listen to the, some of the presentations he's put together. They're compelling for a good reason. There's a reason they're heavily banned. And it's not, it has nothing to do with race. It's just, wow, that is some damning evidence. Ooh, that is a compelling case. If I was a juror, I'd be very, I'd be like, I don't like what I'm seeing. <laughs> you know, what's the prosecution's defense? Your Honor, anti-Semitism. Oh, okay. Case dismissed. Wait, what? Did you just name call him and then you win? I just watched 17 hours of like horrifying evidence, and but you just called him a name and you win. What kind of a system is this world? You shut up, you're a terrorist. Oh, now I'm a terrorist? I'm a terrorist? What? For, for listening to what I thought was like, that was compelling. Can you prove why it's not true? That would help. Because uh, I don't like that, that. If that's true, that's scary. I don't want that to be true. So please explain to me how it's not true. Other than just calling them names. <laughs> that would be a great. That would. Oh, no, you're just going to ban everyone. That's basically confirmation that what he said was entirely true then isn't it because why wouldn't you just 
you know, imagine if I was standing around somewhere. We're all out in the woods and someone comes up and, uh, and we're all, we've only got so much food and someone comes up and accuses me of, you know, hey, somebody ate two of the extra rations. What the hell? And someone goes up, it was, it was him. He did it. And then I just shot that guy. <laughs> that, why did you do, wait, you know, that's your defense? Because he had a really good explanation about why you stole the food and then you just shot him. <laughs> that doesn't, that, that seems, I mean, that's kind of a suspicious way to behave. I don't, I don't know. Just a, just a, I don't know. I, you're not convincing people is what I'm saying. You're making them nervous that uh, you're evil. And I'm really, I'm pretty, I, I am convinced that you are. And that's why I call this one fuck the state. Because fuck the state. You know, we could have a good state. We could have one. A small one, radically smaller than the one we have now, that actually is staffed by good people that actually have the welfare and benefit of uh, their community at heart and their people and are looking to the future and planning for the future. And, you know, that, that could happen, but it's not what we have. Everybody wants to pretend that's what we have, but that's not true. Of course it's not true. What are you, a baby? <laughs> are you a little baby? You think that's true? You think the people running these countries are good people? Not only are they not good people, they're the worst people. They're gangsters. They're professional gangsters. And I mean that in entirely, I'm entirely sincere when I say that. These aren't like, oh, you know, I'm going to go and kiss some babies. This is an act and this is an illusion so that you don't suspect them of being vampires. Do you know what I mean? This is like when a monster puts on a costume to walk through town. It's like, just keep smiling. Nobody knows you're a monster. And they're like, oh, hi, Mr. President. You're like, huh. <laughs> this person has no idea. I just fucked a 14-year-old. <laughs> uh, uh, I love, uh, yeah, I've, I've always loved it. Where the hell are we? Seattle. It's my favorite town. I don't know what president that was supposed to be. I think I started to do Bill and then ended up in halfway between Bill and George Bush. You know? But you know what I mean? Like, ev- like think about this. That everything we know about Bill Clinton... I was talking about this with the tel- on the Telegram last night with some of the guys, and it, I was, it was hilarious then. It's hilarious to me now. As terrifying as it is, I'm choosing to laugh at it as like, en- like positive energy to use to hopefully fucking destroy these people somehow. You know what I mean? Otherwise, you could cry and be like, it's horrible, but that's negative. That's just going to make you weak. You know, I'd rather laugh at them. Takes, takes their power and their, their scariness away a little bit. Bill Clinton was the president of the United States for eight years. Now, think of everything we know about this guy. The Mena, Arkansas Coke business. He was governor. The whole, mm, he's got like these supposedly illegitimate children. His track record with women. Bill Clinton is without a doubt a sex-crazed party animal. Like without a doubt. No one, can, no one is going to deny that, right? So think of the person you know. And you're like, we've all met this person who's a sex-crazed party animal lunatic. Like, whoa, what's wild Bill? And that guy is the president of the United States. Never mind the body count and all the shit Hillary's done. It's like, these aren't, these aren't people with like, oh, they got, it's, it's the bad guy Olympics, you know? And the ones at the top are like the ones that killed the most and got their screwed over the most. They were the best at being snake, two-faced fucking demon people. <laughs> That's how they get there. George W. Bush was a fucking booze bag. Like literally drunk all the time. He has a bunch of DUIs and a crazy history of being this drunk fucking idiot. Like a moron. <laughs> he was president. That makes no sense. It's a, gang- it's a gangster club, man. They- and they all know each other. What are the odds that someone's father and son both become president? 
And that happens all the time, apparently. Now we've got two Trudeaus in Canada, too, and two Bushes in America, and almost two Clintons. You know, like, what are the odds of this? They're, they're, I'll give you a hint. It's zero. It's absolutely fucking zero that that should never happen unless there's like a monarch. Like, that's, how is that? What is that? A, not an oligarchy. It's a, basically a monarchy or something. Like a family line of like, oh, the eldest Clinton. Well, now they're all buddies. The Bushes and the Clintons were friends too, right? It's a fucking scam. It's a joke. This isn't real. Somebody's like, oh, you guys should run for politics. It's not real. That's just the cover. Politics isn't real. Politics is the smoke screen. Politics is like, when you have everybody standing around naked, you're just a bunch of people. But you can dress them up in costumes and you'll have an idea. Oh, that's a police officer. Oh, that's a prostitute. Or just a 15-year-old on OnlyFans. Who knows anymore? I bet that guy's a politician or, or the president or something. You know? Because of the way they dress. But, I mean, they're just people. It's just a costume. They're just pretending to be something that you're uncomfortable with. Well, really, they're a fucking mobster, you know, mafia gangster, a bunch of people. Just like the act, what the actual mafia does. They run all their money through legitimate businesses. They kind of hide under a veneer of, oh, you know, we're just a, we're just a car company. Like, yeah, sure. <laughs> Secretly, there's heroin flying in and out of that fucking place and imported cars and judges are bought off and cops and police captains and all that. Right? People will believe that story. They're like, yeah, that's what the mafia is like. The uh, political class is exactly the same thing, guys. Like, literally the same thing. They're, they're buddies. It's a massive crime syndicate. That's the world you're in. Uh, there's no run for office. Oh, this guy won a seat in bloopily bloop to town. Let's let him into the family world mafia. <laughs> no. You don't get to be in these positions unless you're selected from within inside. You keep it in the family. You understand? You keep it in the family. You understand? That's what it is. You don't get to even run for president. You don't get to be in the running and have, they're not going to give you the keys, right? John Gotti or fucking Al Capone or these, they're not going to give you the keys to the warehouse with all the drugs in it, which is basically all you get. You know, these presidents and prime ministers are just middlemen, right? They're like captains at best. They're not, they're not fucking big players. Like uh, the, the, the song I played earlier. I mean, I'll play that again later. Immortal Technique, Rich Man's World, probably one of the most based rap songs ever. They're not going to give them the keys to some idiot who's, or, or somebody who's like, anyone who's not totally obedient and loyal is what I'm saying. You're going to trust your, your business if you're a mafia captain or, or like, a, you know what I mean? A ma- one of these criminal syndicates, like whatever. Even if you're not, even if you're just running a legitimate, like I literally sell cars and you've got like 16 car dealerships or something. Are you going to give like the six most important ones or something? Or like one of, oh, that's, some, that's one of my best regions there. I'm going to give it to this... Um, this guy who hates my guts and thinks I'm running the company all wrong and talks about fucking hanging me from a tree. No, you're going to put somebody who's look because you're in charge. You're not really going to, you know, you just put middlemen in there that are going to do exactly what you want and they're going to do a good job of it. That, that corporate model is how the whole world works all the time. The military works the same way. So it's, it's a business. It's the same thing. The prime ministers and presidents are just the middle management, the regional fucking assistant to the general manager of Dunder Mifflin, Michael Scott. Michael Scott is the prime minister of Canada. That's as high as it goes. Like, he's not even, he doesn't own the company. He doesn't even run the company. He's a fucking buffoon. <laughs> he just does what he's told. And in politics, you, you, you put these people, they put them in charge. They put them in these positions. And then we're supposed to choose amongst them. Like, oh, I don't know. No one's ever going to be an option that's going to rock the boat. There's never going to be like, well, chance it. 
Yeah, we'll just let this, we'll let Ron Paul run for president fairly and let's just see what happens. There's no, there's a 0% chance that'll ever happen. <laughs> Why do you think Donald Trump was allowed to run? It's over. Like the results are in. We saw what happened and all the shit that went on with the Noah Hyde laws and the, the Tel Aviv thing and all the money to, and all the money owed Sheldon Adelson and all this. Didn't pardon Julian Assange at all. Didn't investigate Clinton. Didn't investigate 9-11. Didn't do, all the real mega huge serious things he said he was going to do. He didn't do like, damn it. You know, busted again. It was like it like Trump was Obama for white people. Was that a Dave Chappelle joke? I'm sure it's not mine. I definitely heard it somewhere else. I'm not a joke thief. It's the number one rule in comedy. You don't joke thievery is very bad. <laughs> it's the cardinal sin. You know, uh, but he said like Trump was basically Obama for white people. We're like, oh, this is going to happen for us. Finally, things are going to get better. That's what Obama did. Hope and change. It's time that uh, we had uh, an African-American president to change the course, provide opportunity to every American. Blah, 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 blah. I'm a massive son of a bitch. <laughs> Let's go, Michael. I mean, Michelle. I mean, whatever. Bring that big, beautiful dick over here. <laughs> and then Trump came, right? Oh, and then who's it going to be next time? It's never going to end. They, they run the whole show. It's been this way. The last time that um, anything made sense. And then when things started to go, what's going on up there? Ah, uh, what is the government doing? Right before things started to get weird, there was this other guy who talked funny too. And uh, uh, he had his brains uh, blown out all over Dallas. Shot him uh, in the face with a, with a, with a high-powered rifle. It was a uh, head, back of his head, clean off. <laughs> yep. Oh, and then they killed his brother too right after that when he was running for president. That guy had to go also. Mafia killed that guy. I'm sure they had no connections to any, right? Ah. Oh, well. Oh, well. <laughs> Nothing to see here, guys. Just, just, we just need another election, you see. That'll fix it. Somehow, that whole criminal network I just described will be like, oh, shit, the people voted for a thing. Never mind. I guess it's over. So how do you deal with people like that? They don't respect the rules, they make the rules. They don't respect you, they own you. What's a slave to do on a, on a slave farm exactly? You could run away maybe? But basically the whole country is the plantation, uh-huh. He could hide, baby, but they're going to find you eventually. So that leaves what? One fifty-three. Cheers, guys. says uh, when I started watching your channel I thought you were overreacting now it is obvious we all underestimated the insanity thanks for the hard work and keeping us grounded I appreciate that man um, I do appreciate it I don't blame people for thinking I was overreacting and because it's crazy if you if you haven't seen and it's not like I'm some kind of wizard I was I was 
blessed, if you will, with the combination of time and space. I had the time and the space and the, and, and just a stro- the planets aligned, right? That's basically how it has to work for people. I got hurt at work. I mentioned earlier, like, why I'm not, I don't really care. I'm not that scared of shit. I mean, obviously I don't want to die, but I mean, it's going to happen when it's going to happen. Nobody knows when that's going to be. I could get in a car crash tomorrow. You know, somebody hits me on my bike. I could get fucking bone cancer. I could have a fucking heart attack. I'm 35. It happens. I'm unlikely, but you never know. Um, fuck, I don't know. Like any, I could get sick with anything. You know what I mean? Shit happens. It happens all the time. And I'm on borrowed time. I was almost killed a bunch of times. And, and, you know, overseas, I mean, there was a few times where I was like, I'm fucked. Like, I'm like, oh, no, you get this, this feeling kind of comes over you, like, where you're, like, almost accepting it. Like, fuck, man. I, this guy had me dead to rights with an RPG, me and my buddy Brad. And it was like, fuck. Like, there was nothing we could do. We're just like, I hope he misses, you know? But it, <laughs> it was already in the air when we saw it. We were both just like, oh, slow motion time zone. And it just fucking happened. There was one tree in front of us and it slammed right into it. It was like, what are the, and there's a big, huge wall behind us. All you had to do was hit the wall behind us. We were fucked or anywhere near us. These fucking huge anti-tank rockets, right? Slams right into this tree, absorbs most of the blast. We both get out of the way, shrapnel all around us. Fucking no, didn't, not a scratch. Unbelievable. Well, I am deaf in my ear now because of that, but more or less. Then I got in a fucking, another time. There was a couple other ones, but there was, an, then there was another time in the, in, I was in Petawawa. I was on a snowmobile. Uh, snowmobile course and I went into the woods it was a it was a it was a warmer day January maybe and it was like one of those uh was was, was warm and then it froze like there was a lot of ice and uh we were going down a, a very steep hill and it was very icy at the bottom and I was I'm a novice snowmobile guy I'm not good with snowmobiles anyway going and we were going way too fast because that's what happens I was near the end anyway long story short I ended up going off the fucking trail into the woods at like 100 kilometers an hour Something like that. Tree was coming like right to my face. And all I could do was go, I guess, which way am I going? And I picked away and I leaned this way and it caught, caught me right in the fucking femur, spun me around, hit my head off something. Don't remember shit. They never found the helmet. The, the sled was, com- was about fucking four. F- it was like this big. It was like completely fucking destroyed. It like exploded or something. I don't know. I don't remember. It was fucked. It was li- I've never seen something so rode off in my life. I basically walked away. I had a pretty decent concussion for a little while, and then uh, my leg was fucked up, and that was about it. You know, it didn't even break, didn't even break my leg or anything, which is insane, right? I, and I went through a tree like this, like not a big tree, but like it was good. It was probably eight inches at least. It, that hit me in the leg, and it fucking broke the damn tree. <laughs> so my legs are fucking, don't let me kick you. I mean, I'll get a Conor McGregor. <laughs> my own leg breaks anyway i was on the couch for a long time for i off of work for a couple of months right obviously like in a fucking near death fucking <laughs> i was on crutches for a while um and i was just bored i was watching shit on netflix and i was like i got i just i got questions about things i got time now to think about stuff and i'm like i don't like you know and i went on the internet and i one still one thing after another 9-11 was the go-to because it was fascinating still is it's insane the whole thing's insane and ryan dawson's face popped up and I was like, who is this guy? And, and through trial and error, of, back then, YouTube was the Wild West. You could find anything. And, uh, you know, basically, you could tell, once you get a knack for it, you can kind of tell, like, if this video is something you heard before or where it's going or it's just badly made or this person doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about. You know what I mean? Um, 
after you kind of get through that phase and you're like, oh, this guy knows some shit that I've never heard. He's saying names I've never heard before. Talking about companies I've never heard of before and politicians I've never, in pictures I've never seen before. And, you know, like literally, like real evidence. Not like, I think, I, here's what I think happened. Uh, QAnon said the black, like these people are like, Posting, like, especially now, the Q boomers are like, this is what's happening. And it's like, this is just, so this is the joke. When I was talking about Ramona, did you know the commander in chief of the group of people? All, all, I just like, this is just a person talking, right? This is just a person saying things. There's no evidence. Dawson had lots. He had contracts and FOIA requests and, and legal documents and pictures of people together that should not be together for any fucking reason. Like ISIS and John McCain, for example. Why are you hanging out? That's weird. That's a weird thing for you to do. You know, stuff like that. It was, so I was, it was fairly compelling, you know, and audio tapes and interview and, and people in their own mouths go blah, 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 blah. I don't know, like, whoa, what the fuck? And then you'd be like, dude, have you people seen this shit? So anyway, that was a very long-winded way to say, like, um, you know, I, I appreciate that. You know, he's like, he seems extreme. If you guys have seen all this stuff, too, you just, nobody has the time. People are working full-time jobs, and you know, they've got kids, or, they, or they've got hot, they've got, people have shit going on, right? Not too many people get paid to stay home for two months and do nothing basically just lay around with a fucked up leg and a concussion and then a lot of those people decide i'm just they binge watch tv and play video games which i did a lot of i'm not gonna lie <laughs> however you can only do that so long and my brain isn't satisfied it needs to be there was just i was draw, i needed to know and it's all on there's there used to, all this shit used to be on there man so um it's hard to i and a guy in seesaw used to tell me this one of the instructors there moose <laughs> the guy the guy ruled he rules moose rules he told me uh he, he was like i wish i could just because this guy knows so much about this guy's shooting ability is fucking insane i was watching him like nail targets at like 75 meters with a pistol it's like what what that's a long way moose <laughs> and like you know for a pistol with iron sights i was like interesting this guy's real good Anyway, he's like, I wish I could just take this, uh, like, like the Matrix, and just plug this in. You remember that scene in the Matrix where Neo just sits there and they just run a program and download everything he needs to know? And he's like, oh, fuck, I understand now. And like, yeah, see? That would, be, that would be way easier to do. So it's like people only listen to you for a few minutes at a time and like, you sound crazy. Like, how do I, how do I convey, you know, literally years of information I've read and, and thought about and looked at and, you know, argued with people about and condense this into 10 minutes or five minutes or, or, or a couple of sentences to convince somebody of... It's, you can't. So that's kind of why I do the, the three hours. I mean, you can get a lot of shit out of the way. You can say a lot of things, you know. Uh, yeah, repeatedly. Uh, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm brainwashing people. This, I'm a propaganda network. I work for the Russians. They don't pay me, but I've been promised there will be a lot of rubles in it for me someday. So anyway, Boodog, thank you, man. I appreciate that so much that you, uh, you earned that story. <laughs> Since now it's obvious we all underestimated the insanity. Thanks for all the hard work and keeping us tickets grounded. You're welcome. My pleasure, brother. Uh, Chris W.T. Burke says, Speakeasy last night in PEI, it was fucking epic. There's way more people on the island who know what's going on than people would ever believe. Our Telegram group has grown since last night, too. Good to hear. I, not surprising at all. Um, I think the secret is, the real big secret is, most people think this is bullshit. Like, most people. You might think it's like 50-50, or maybe we're outnumbered 60, 70, 30, something like that. 60, 40, 70, 30. But you need to remember that most people 
aren't on the internet like me a lot of like literally most people aren't like my parents are not on social media talking shit about you know <laughs> you know my, my brother-in-law my sister they work full-time they don't you know most people they might have time to watch some of this stuff but in general the, the people you're running into and you see them on social media they're, they're unemployed serb people and they're just losers and or they're literally paid agitators by the left and the secret is most of the people 50 percent of the population that's just not really saying much mostly agree with us that this is a nonsense and it's enough is enough and and whatever but they're pretending like it's no 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 it's i'm a vast one gerald butts a tiny minority you're the tiny minority jerry um, and if it came down to it where it was like, we're going to choose these people or you to get thrown off a fucking bridge, who do you think they'd pick? Be confident with that? I would love to. I would, I would do that. I'd put that up to a national vote. You want to play, play a game, Jerry? We'll find the biggest bridge in Canada and we'll strap both of us to it and the entire country can vote on who should fucking be shoved off the edge. I'm, I will, I'll take that bet. <laughs> would you? Give everybody time. We'll, we'll both make 10-minute videos presenting our case and see what happens. That's an extreme version. That's not gun or rope. That's, that's uh, bridge choice. <laughs> I need to come up with a better name. <laughs> bridge choice. Uh, could we? Could we come up with a better name? It's, it's a game show. Dagalon has a lot of extreme game shows where <laughs> most of them end in death. Um, <laughs> not all of them. Some of them are just horrible maimings, but um, <laughs> but maybe, maybe more. Welcome back to Wednesday Night Daglada. We've got another episode of <laughs> Who Do We Push Off the Bridge? <laughs> this week we got Gerald Butts. Ooh, boo. I know, I know, I know. Versus Resident Agalon uh, Maniac Ginger Beard Man. We're going to wait for the uh, numbers to come in. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you guys. The polls have only been open for two minutes, and uh, Gerald Butts has already been mathematically destroyed. So there's really no sense in continuing this. Let's just, let's just go ahead and throw him off the bridge. There he goes. That's going uh, to do it for Jerry. This was a 40-second game show that we do every month. And uh, thanks for tuning in. And uh, 79,000 responses in just two minutes. That's amazing. Only four people voted, uh, you know, for Jerry. So anyway, <laughs> good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Begin 104.4, pushing people off a bridge. See you next, see you, the, see you next month, everybody. I love that show. That's a great show because it's fast. It's to the point. You get to see someone thrown off a bridge. <sighs> Why not, man? Uh, I don't know what I'm talking about. Freedom always says my OG bigot dad was bitching today about being sick of the agenda downplaying men. Send him your disgusted with Canadian men video. You warmed the heart of an old man bigot today. I'm glad. I'm glad I could help. Those guys are my fucking heroes. Those old guys, those old dudes that fucking built this place and raised people like me and my parents, like the, the keepers and the guardians of our society. Like that's who I'm trying not to let down. Everybody else seems to be okay with letting them down. The people, could you imagine you worked your whole life for others? Like my grandfather was one of these people. My dad's one of these people. 
my whole family they're all like they're like you know they plan they, they try to look after their kids they try to make it better for them and they work hard and they do all the there, there's nobody that's like me me that just doesn't exist you know they uh like their kids need money they fucking dish it out they go without so they can help their kids you know that's just the, you pay it forward and you know take care of the you know that's who i don't want to let can you imagine doing that and then your kids and grandkids are like ah fuck you <laughs> Like you ungrateful little bastards, you motherfuckers! What? Oh, you cunts! Really? We fought World War Two. Fuck you, cisgendered white man. What is Paul Don? Paul de Paul de Excusez. Parlez-vous anglais? S'il vous plaît. What did you say to me? They would lose their shit. I would. I mean, fuck, man. Those guys gave us a lot and worked their fucking asses off so we could have the world that we got, and now it's going to shit, and everybody's fine with it? I'm not. Damn. Sergeant Bear says, Rage, are you saying next week's guest is way, way, way too strong? Fucking, that is the plan, yes, next Thursday. Way too strong, Jerry! I can't wait. <laughs> I was talking to him today. I was texting him, and he was like, I'm fucking, let's do it. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> Kind of hoping he'd say no. <laughs> Pumpkin Laundry says, uh, but pervy Ted Kennedy got to live to kill again. That he did, didn't he? Makes you wonder. Maybe he killed his brothers, you know. Al Stern, thank you so much. He says, hopefully with Entropy's new streaming away from YouTube, we can get another 153 shows, but I digress. They'll probably try to jail you before that. You can only put me in jail if you can catch me. How good's your E&E skills, coppers? <laughs> I could live in the woods for weeks, bitch. You want to come out to these ones? <laughs> I'll get fucking Stano gear. I'll I'll run for it. You'll never catch me. I will do, I will bankrupt you by existing for too long. They'll get to the point. They'll be like, we need to call it off. We can't pay nine thousand men to search the entire northern for the the entire northern interior forest and the Rocky Mountains for this guy for another year. We can't. It's too much money. He's probably dead. He's probably dead anyway. Like, we can't take that chance. Like, no, dude, the overtime, it's, we're, we're, we're going to go bankrupt. And then they can't give up because they hate me so much. And then it causes a financial crisis. The RCMP implodes. The government has to slash military spending and they can't afford to feed troops anymore. They're like, we don't have any money. And then, uh, then I emerge from the woods and go, I win. <laughs> I drink your milkshake. I drank it up. No, that's not true. Yes, yes, Gerald, it is. It is true. So if I have a milkshake and you have a milkshake, and I have a straw that reaches all the way over, and I drink your milkshake. <laughs> that's my life goal is to drink Gerald Butts' milkshake. I will bankrupt you single fucking handedly. All the other biggest will just run free and cause mayhem and you can't stop them because you spent so much money chasing me. <laughs> I know that sounds like an evil laugh. It's not. Oh, <laughs> uh, he's lost his mind. It's nonviolent resistance. I think it could work. 
they, listen, they do got to pay these cops every day they're out there. They'll come after me, though. They're going to they're gonna be... They're going to want tour medals by the end of this. <laughs> I looked for that guy for four years in those mountains. We lost a lot of good people up there. I've weaponized grizzly bears to follow my commands. Dude, it's, not, it's a nightmare. Don't even consider it. Don't even consider it. I'll have, like, made friends with some indigenous tribe that allows me to talk to animals, and I'll just fucking unleash wolves and bears on you. It'll do. It'll be amazing. <laughs> yeah, Gary's like, I'll have single-handedly raised taxes by 400%. Good. It, it ends it faster. <laughs> Senior Bean says if voting changed anything, they'd make it illegal. Granted, it may have come from a commie. <laughs> Still true. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they don't want, they're not going to. The illusion has to be maintained because if people believe if it's very obviously unfair and rigged, they learned this, right? The, the, the class of people that are running the world, they've been doing it for a long time, 100 years or more. Um, they learned that like, you can't just, you can't force people. They need to believe that everything is what it is. <laughs> they need to believe that their vote matters, that it's democracy, that there's justice. You know, you can't, you can't just uh, gun to the head everybody because it inevitably falls up. You, you need their cooperation. That's the best kind of slave. You know, think about like pimps and shit, right? Think about human traffickers. The people that have like total control over their slaves, like police go to rescue them and, they, and then they like die protecting the pimp who literally kidnapped them into human trafficking and slavery. But, and now they're dying. Why? Why is that? They've brainwashed them to love them. And, and isn't that, that's what, that is the same thing that's happened here. That's far more powerful than if, she, if he had some woman chained to a floor with a gun to her head. It's like, you do what I want, bitch. Like, as soon as she gets an opportunity, she's going to stab you in the neck. As soon as she does. Not this one. No, this one literally loves you and will jump in the way of a bullet for you. That's the Western voter. That's the Western normie. They've been trained by their pimps to be very, not only obedient, but love, love their, their, their enslaver. Isn't that, isn't that fun? Uh, Full Draw Scarf says, a little late to the bigot party. Cheers, everyone. Uh, CV News links says, every day, it's something different. I just got word of a friend of mine. His son got rushed to the hospital. Got his second penetration. Not sure of the details. <sighs> uh, I mean, it's going to happen. It's not going to stop. It's unfortunate. All you can do is uh, don't get mad at the people that, I mean, I mean, nobody forced them, right? But... If the world was a good place run by good people, this would never would have happened. If people had some courage, this never would have happened. If the media weren't sellout, spineless, uh, you know, nothings, you know, like Arnold said yesterday or Monday, you know. Not even Predator would want you. I could, I could get every CBC journalist and line them up in front of Predator because he wants the trophies, he wants the bones, he wants the spine and the head and the skull and everything. You know, he, he pulls it out of uh, Bill, Billy! He pulls it out of Billy and he did the, the cheering, the noise here because it's his trophy. He'd get to the, the journalists and the media and he'd go to pull it out and there'd be nothing in there. He'd be like, what the fuck is this? You promised me trophies and victims. And I said, yeah. That's why the Predator only hunts the most worthy. He hunts the biggest manly men. He wants to fight warriors. He wants, to, he wants trophies. Like a, like, a, like a trophy hunter who kills a, like a massive a giant wolf or something. With a, with a, a, a kitchen knife. You know? Not even Predator wants these people. 
uh, that's who that's who's really responsible for this because if they'd done their fucking job and had a little bit of a spine, n- none of this would be possible. The the participation of the media is critical to their success, and it's not like they're all paid to lie and this kind of thing. But there's a sense they've cultivated and created a culture where there's the right thing to say and there's the wrong thing to say, isn't there? We all know that. And, no, and it's definitely that way in the journalistic world. I've talked to some. And I know some people. And, you know, it's like, listen, there's just things you can't say. There's things you, there, you're going to get rewarded and promoted if you say certain things versus possibly ignored or even punished if you don't or if you say something wrong thing. Um, you know? So they go where the clicks are and they go where the money is and they go where the promotions are and this kind of thing because these people, again, they, run the, they just dangle the carrots. And the, and the obedient people get rewarded and the ones that don't get punished. So it, it's a matter of time. That's why you have to have a spine to go, well, I understand that I'll get promoted and, and my personal life will benefit. However, uh, this is a lie. Or not covering this story is extremely unethical. And people should know about this. So I'm going to, no, they don't do that. They take the carrot because me, me, that's the me, typical, typical human behavior in the modern age where everybody's just a self-interested bitch, a little bitch who isn't, they're they're not fit to fill the socks of one of these great men that we just talked about. Was it uh, her father or grandfather? Yeah, her dad, my grandfather, my dad, like all these, like they're not, they're, they're so pathetic and weak. It's hilarious. And they're so like unaware. They really don't think that it matters. They don't understand. They don't get it. And I'm going to show you exactly what I mean. They're, they're so convinced of their superiority. Or, or their dominance that like, no, 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 we understand. But this is all a fake reality. This, this isn't real life. Not really. Like, this is all, every, everything's protected and controlled. Uh, you know, all the rules and everything. The rules of nature don't apply anymore, and they should. That's real life. Re- nature is real life, okay? You can't pretend to be something and just be a thing. I identify as, I don't care what you identify as. It doesn't, doesn't matter. I am a strong, confident, I don't, I don't care what you think in your head. I don't care what it says in your degree or your piece of paper or, or, or whatever. None of that matters. Nature is what matters. Natural law, because that's literally reality. Uh, if I identify as a puppy dog and be one of these, I'm going to walk around and live like a dog. But you're not a dog. You're someone with a mental illness. Sooner or later, reality will catch up with you as it always does. It's like pretending winter's not coming. Oh, no, I identify as this winter. No, it's not because I, you know, you, you can't escape reality. There's just cold reality and there's nobody is coming to save you from it. And you're going to be real fucking surprised when it happens. <laughs> These people, right? They think there's never going to be a problem with society. Violence will never come to their part of, the, part of town. Everything's going to be just fucking hunky-dory forever and ever and ever. Amen. The government's benevolent. Nothing bad's ever going to happen. Yay. I don't ever have to have my shit together. I don't need to know anything, be anything. I don't need to be fucking strong or fit or healthy or any for any reason. Because daddy government will take care of everything for me. That's not real. That's not real life. This is real life. You want to see some real life? 
there's a uh, a reality show that I came across or someone uh, posted the link to actually. And um, not that I'm advocating that women should get beat up. <laughs> that's not the point here. Uh, actually, I might get a loading wheel of death, so it may not even play. The, the, the point is, uh, regardless of it being a woman or a man or whatever, it could have been the opposite. You could have a tiny little dude and have his ass kicked by some chick. I don't know. The point is, it's some reality show, right? And these people sign up to do like a quasi, you know, special forces simulation kind of selection camp or something. And the guy, Ant Middleton, I think is the guy's name. I think he's retired SAS or something. He has some interesting words that I think a lot of people need to know. And this woman uh, believes, like, I can fucking do anything that, uh, and she, she chooses, uh, they, they have a, like a pit going on here where all these candidates are fighting each other. This is something that happens. I've done this before. Like, this is, this is typical of a special forces, uh, you know, culture. And like you pick an opponent and then they, they fight and this kind of thing. And she picks a dude. And, uh, you know, reality is reality. And reality is men are significantly stronger physically than women. That's not true. The Olympics and my liberal arts degree. I don't care what, you, what the, I don't care what lies you, you were told in school. Natural law is that men are physically dominant over women. That's just, it's not even close. That's not true. Oh, but it is. Anyway, these two chicks fight. I'm gonna find the right spot here. Oh, this guy got beat up. Two chicks, two dudes. Here we go. The enemy. Check this out. The enemy doesn't care. Gender you are. Race you are. Religion you are. Nope. Just wanna kill you. Full stop. Twenty-one, come out here. Number 16, Steph. Number 16, step forward. Go and glove up. Oh boy. Number 21, Louise, is the first female recruit to pick a man. The ball's on her, though. Number 16. I'll give her that. She fucking tries her little heart out. I'll give her that. She goes for it, but. Best form of this is what real life happens when the fucking no rules. Brace up. Fight! Follows the DS's instructions and fights to win. Stop! Violence is what I saw all my life. I come from a place where that's what you do, you fight. Race up. Fight! Go, go, keep fighting till I say stop. Go! Fight! And I started to learn discipline and I changed my life. Ever since then, I'm the type of person that tries to avoid all confrontation. Right, going on glove. When I'm 21. I hate violent situations. All right. Oi, good effort. Oi. Head up, number 16. Good. <laughs> this isn't to see who's the biggest, who's the hardest, and who's the strongest. This is to test strength of character. Can you go into that code red aggression? But also come out of it like that. She looks traumatized. Fight up here with this. Let's go. Yeah. And you know, like the thing is, what these weak people, these these, you know, they'd be like, that's awful. I could he just did her a favor. 
would it be better to to like lay down and let her win that's not real how how is anybody going to learn or how are we going to get anywhere if we're playing fantasy games all the time Maybe she turns around and goes, damn, I need some serious fucking fighting lessons or something. I thought I was way, I thought I was up here and I'm, yeah, maybe. You're not, um, you do nobody any favors by coddling them and, and telling them that they're good in, when they're not, you know? And that's like, that's almost the basis of all liberal theory. You're amazing just the way you are. No, you're not. No one's, no one's amazing. No one's just amazing. <laughs> celebrating mediocrity just existing is a reason to give out medals in a war like the remember again these og dads and, and old, they were like back in their day the, the fight was you're giving out participation trophies why they didn't do it they didn't win you don't get trophies if you don't win that's insane and they're like that's just not fair well i mean we need to think of the children's feelings what did that teach the children just show up that's good enough don't try to win. Don't be competitive. Don't develop an edge. Don't, uh, don't, no. And that there's consequences to not putting it in it. Well, we didn't try that hard, so we lost. Losing sucks. You should feel what that feels like. And they've created this culture where no one loses ever. Everyone wins all the time. Everything's, yay. That's not nature. That's doomed to fail spectacularly. Clearly. That is 1,000% going to end in wowsy, wowsy, woo-woo, poopy pants time. 100%. Because what built the great societies we had was, was, that, was the real, hey, man, the best person gets the job. The most capable people get promoted. You know, reality, results. What hacks it? Now, it, now it's, oh, no, everybody's, everybody gets things for nothing. Everything's easy and every, everybody's a victim, too. Unless you're a white guy, then obviously you're the, you're the reason everybody is a victim. <laughs> Everyone's a victim, unless you're white, in which case it's all your fault. Give them all your money. Like, what are they teaching these people? So what happens? Like, let, okay, let's throw them in the woods. I'm hungry. Me too. I'm cold. What do we do? I don't know, but I know I'm a BIPOC fucking identify as this, this, that, and my identity. Their identity is everything and that they're all victims and they all have PTSD and they all, my trauma says your trauma isn't going to kill that fucking deer and feed you though, is it? This, these aren't real skills. You need to respect nature and reality. And by, I don't mean by nature, like, yeah, I love flowers and trees. I mean, the world we're in, like it, it is what it is. It was here first. You know, <laughs> a shark might fucking eat you. Sometimes they do that. Changing it to shark encounters to what? Protect the shark's feelings. Like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> Don't go out into the woods drunk in the night in February without winter clothes. You might freeze to death. Like, the world is the way it is. And not respecting that and pretending because, because we've insulated ourselves from it. The modern world and its technology has protected people from consequences. It's protected them from bad decisions. There's safety nets and bailouts all the time, everywhere, no matter how bad you fuck up. You know, or your rich parents are buying these people out. Everybody's a coddled bitch baby. Nobody gets smacked anymore for being a cocksucker. You couldn't just say, the shit that people say on the internet, like if you did that in school, you were getting lit the fuck up at recess, okay? It was go time. And the teachers were like all smoking and just looking the other way. Like, well, I mean, he was a little fucking cocksucker. He's got to learn somehow, you know? That's how the world used to be. And it was way better, actually. And now that you fuckheads 
uh, have like had your way and everything's about your feelings and inclusion and tolerance and diversity and blah, blah, blah. everything now is horseshit. Everybody is pissed. Everything sucks and everybody's miserable. And we're now, now we're looking at a totalitarian communist state. So I don't know. I feel like the jury's in and I think these people have had it. They, you're okay. We've seen what you can do. Um, not impressed. F minus for a grade, actually. Somehow, miraculously, spectacularly, you've managed to undo like, man, I don't know, 80 years of civil progress. You've actually made people extremely more racist compared to like the 90s. I don't think I ever had a discussion about race at all in my life until I was like 27 years old. It never came up was never a problem and i was in the military for a long time with a lot of people that were not white it was literally never mentioned no one talked about it fucking once (laughs) and but hey the media and these fucking people decided that that's what we needed in our lives and the results are everywhere enjoy drink it in drink that milkshake isn't it nice clearly they should be fucking praised for their hard efforts progressivism progressing towards what does anybody ever ask that question progressing to what uh hell we're progressing to hell uh let's see james edwards says every one of us every one of us comes to the point where we think this dude could be controlled opposition a few take it too far i i think the actual controlled opposition people are far fewer than than people think and i understand like that, that thought when you're just like, as somebody that's been doing this for a few years and the people I've talked to and, and just the time I have, and basically it's like living that lifestyle. Go live the lifestyle of the online conspiracy theorist, Alex Jones type. Per- this is what I do. I do this five fucking days a week, right? Uh, this is what I do. And you know, this is my, this is what I do with all most of my time when I'm not at the gym or something like this is my job. Um, I can see that I, why people think, but it's like, there's, I don't know where that would even fit in. Like, if it, there, there's maybe a handful of people that are worth buying up and maybe just keeping them on a tight leash where they, you get, might get a sit down, like, don't fucking say this or that. And it's not going to come from, like, Mossad. It'll be, like, a, your business executive or somebody. Like, Joe Rogan might have been warned off by Spotify. Like, listen, here's the fucking rules. Don't be fucking this or that. And it's as simple as that because he stands to lose $100 million fucking contract if he fucks it up. I don't think, especially, like, YouTubers and small-time people. Be, dude, nobody's... Nobody's, uh, nobody's paying these people anything. I've never even been contacted by anyone for any reason. Like, nothing. Like, no one cares. Literally, nobody gives a fuck what I'm doing. Except Gerald Butts, who really, really doesn't like me. And he should, because I fucking hate that guy. And I fucked his mom. So, I mean, I understand why he does. I'm technically a stepfather, but, you know, he refuses to... Doesn't matter. Um... You know what I mean? Like anti-hate cares. Like, oh, these people read. But like, they're really not that. They're they're just propagandists for their own team. Like no one's, I don't know. I, I, and the re, when you think of the resources the federal governments have and how, how are, how much they're stretched. That's not like everybody's controlled opposition. Actually, it's very few people. Most people are just fucked in the head. Uh, Some people don't know what's appropriate to say and what's not some people don't um some people are literally out to lunch and just crazy you know ramon they're just grifters they're just whatever sometimes a lot i think a lot of the time people are exactly what they look like um sometimes though there's some sketchy shit that goes on but i don't but you know there are there is examples of that like these uh uh look at this 
Oh, that's not it. Look at that. That's not it. Look at whatever it is when I find it in a minute. Here it is. The Whitmer kidnapping defendants. Remember this? These, uh, the boogie boys, the boogaloo boys. This kind of shit, though, is, is when, you, when you're talking about, uh, like, if there's groups of people and they're talking about committing, like, actual serious fucking crimes, that's when your radar should go off and go, okay, who the fuck are these people exactly? I mean, we're just talking on the internet, right? It's, it's, nobody gives a shit about that. It's when you start doing shit in real life, you're going to get fucked with. Whitmer kidnapping defendants claim entrapment after 12 FBI informants involved in the plot. These people that kidnapped the governor and they, oh, there's out of control white supremacy. It was the government again. The government attacked the government again. Drew in some idiots, some useful fools, and used them as the, well, we're blaming, you know. It was their idea and it was their whole, without them, it never would have happened. At least it doesn't FBI informants infiltrated an anti-government uh, group of inspiring extremists and were involved in virtually every aspect of a plan to kidnap Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer. <laughs> Some of those informants acting under the direction of the FBI played a far larger role than has previously been reported. No way. Another FBI informant advised the militia group on where they should plant explosives and offered to procure as many as were needed. Right? I mean, what the fuck? This is... So yeah, that that... If anybody goes shows up to any of these meetings or group meetups and stuff, they're like, hey, guys, uh, what do you say we blow up the parliament building? You know, like, okay, cop. Okie dokie. Like, that's why, what? Wait, wait, you know. Hey, guys, who wants to get in with me on some smuggling some illegal guns in from America? I noticed some of you guys don't have pals. I, I know somebody. I know a guy who knows a guy who can get some M16s into the country. What do you guys think of that? Does that interest anybody? Okay, cop. Okay. Pump your brakes there, fella. What's your name again? You got here five minutes ago. <laughs> you know? You know what we should do is firebomb Doug Ford's house. Yeah, we'll do that and we'll block. Oh, well, wait a minute now. <laughs> Literally nine out of ten times when people suggest it like that, however, when they start suggesting crazy shit, then be very, very suspicious. That's just a way it You know what I mean? Especially when it's like there's... No one thinks that that's appropriate right now. Like that, what? You want to do what? That seems extreme. Yeah, it's, it is extreme on purpose because they're trying to make example of you. And then, get, and then they get more funding too. That's another great thing. They have these big high profile busts like this. The, the boss gets promoted. Everybody gets more funding. Everybody's happy. Promotions everywhere. Bonuses, this kind of thing. There's a financial incentive in setting you up and making you look like a terrorist. They're, they're thinking about a new beach house when they're doing this, okay? So... You know, just just throwing that out there. Would uh, I'm suspicious of those kinds of people. Uh, Barry O'Biden says thanks for the the show, Rage DTS. Going to finish tomorrow at work. Godspeed, sir. Uh, Picket from Ontario says, who would you rather kill, Jerry the asshole or Jeremy the raging legend? <laughs> who would you rather kill? Every Wednesday, every second Wednesday, Dagalon. Pumpkin Launcher says, sign me up for the IC of the Jurgen Kronings Jurgen Konings Battalion. <laughs> Which one was that? I don't... Is that the Belgian guy? Starshine Girl says, the average handshake of a man in 1925... <laughs> this is already going to be an interesting message, I can tell. The average handshake of a man in 1925 was 130 pounds of energy. The average woman was 70 pounds handshake of energy. Today, the average man handshake is only 85 pounds. However, the average woman has increased to 95 pounds. There's an interesting theory in um, psychology... And if you if you if you're of the idea that like everybody's kind of on sub subconscious level connected as like a whole, all of you know people, or or at least in your area, your country, kind of right, and that women are becoming more masculine 
because men are becoming more feminine. It's a it's a it's a survival mechanism. So it's like there's literally no men. So the women are like some of us have to become men to say, to protect the rest of us because there's no men. They don't feel safe essentially. Like the women of of the westerns and and how many women do really feel fucking safe anymore? And and feel like if something happens to them like don't worry the men will will protect us. Uh zero fucking none probably. I get that a lot. A lot of women are like, "Uh man, who should yeah, all these fucking loser dudes that think they're going to white knight in virtue signal and be like, oh my God, this is going to get me so much put. No, it's not. They hate you. You're disgusting. You're a weak, pathetic uh, loser. And that's why they're all dating like Muslim migrants and, you know, black dudes from Somalia and this kind of shit. And that's why you're all racist now. He's like, oh, he's fucking Have you ever considered the fact that maybe you're just fucking pathetic? <laughs> no woman would want you. That's a big problem. And they're going so far as the fact that women are turning into men because they're like, well... I guess, uh, I guess I'll do it. <laughs> Not, I don't mean transitioning, but I mean, you know what I mean? Like they're starting to get more aggressive and, and, you know, taking up the mantle. Like a lot of these people going out and doing these, you know, uh, demonstrations and stuff are, are women because the men won't do it. So somebody has to, so they, they, they fill the void. So, um, yeah, the, the feminization of Western man has basically destroyed society. Basically. So I'm, I'm not really a big fan of the whole uh, woke progress. That's toxic masculinity. Anybody that says toxic masculinity in a serious phrase is probably a Circulonian officer. Like that's not, not just a Circulonian. That's a high level. Like that's, that could be a company commander or something. Like that's somebody you should pay attention to for later, you know. Anyway, I don't know if that's true, Starshine Girl, but I would not surprise me considering most of the men I see are either uh, really overweight and out of shape or really thin and frail and, you know, weak looking. Everybody looks weak, almost. And I don't mean physically. I mean, like, in their face, in their body language, in how they carry themselves. You're just like, I, I mean, fuck, sometimes I walk through a grocery store and I'm like, if I just fired a gun and said, everybody shut the fuck up and do what I say, everybody in there would do it without question. <laughs> I would just laugh. I'm like, not one of you fuckers will stand up to me, would you? Not one. Not one of you. It's insane. Like the average people, you, person you walk around. For men especially, play this game. Guys, this is a fun game you can play. When you go across like a man in the street or on, in the gym or whatever, make eye contact with him. That's it. And just hold it there. And, and, and notice how many look away almost immediately. They'll go, <laughs> and, they, and they'll look away. And you're just like, gotcha. Like, I bitch. <laughs> right? And then there's a few that are like, they stare right back at you. And then you wait three or four seconds and then you do this. Okay. You know, they nod, right? Dudes know what I'm talking about. I should talk about this with Hack tomorrow. It's, it is fucking true. Dudes will like look at each, you know, it's like this guy's walking like, who's this fucking guy? And you just look at him because he's looking your way and then you just lock eyes and it's like, okay. You're like, All right, sir. Carry on. You know, he passes the test. Everybody else, they look up from their phone and go, and look away or whatever. They're looking at your girlfriend and you look at them and they look at you and go, immediately look away. It's like you weak bit. Like that's a serious, uh, for it, it's, it, this, this is ancient level knowledge, man. This just goes back to fucking caveman times. This is how you can size a guy up to tell if he's fucking means business or not. He won't even look you in the eye. Like he's scared to look at you. Don't worry about that person. That's not somebody you got to worry about ever, ever. And that's most people. 
right? It's not the same thing with women. Don't do that to women, <laughs> okay? If some woman looks your way, it, the only appropriate thing is to make eye contact quickly, nod, and carry on. Do not lock eyes and try to <laughs> I think that guy's going to kill me. <laughs> yeah, that's a rapist. Don't do that. It's, di it's different, different rules. I don't know how it works in the female kingdom. I think they, I think they um, signal to each other with makeup. To, 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 I, don't, I don't know. And that's how they send out like battle signals. I don't know what they do. It's weird over there. I don't know what goes on. And it's all very passive aggressive. You know, oh, you look nice. Mm -hmm, yeah. Thank you. So do you. You're like, are they fighting or what? I don't, I don't know. Weird. It's weird shit that goes on over there. I don't know. I'm not an expert. <laughs> no eye raping. Anderson Paladin says everyone is gangster until the trees start playing Night Train. Yeah, yeah, or Country Road, something like that, right? Mo Sislak, hello, Mo Alaya. Just yelled at and blocked my family for this. Well, they yell, then what? They yell that I said goodbye. Jesus Christ. I don't know. I, I couldn't imagine if my family was like, how dare you have different opinions? Like, what? Uh, you're my family. How are you? How are you? What? That sucks. Taylor C says, Tori getting pressed was what you should have done to O'Toole and Saskatoon. I didn't know he was here. If I'd seen him, I thought I saw him on the street one day. Did I tell you that? That was a few weeks ago, a month ago, maybe. Maybe it was him. I was like, why would he be here? And he was just with some guy, no one else, no entourage. But it was like, I was like, I could have swore. Now I think it might have been, been him. That would have been great. But uh, I have that video. I want to play that later. Taylor C again says, you've got major momentum right now. I see you as the leader. I don't have any momentum. I'm getting banned and shut down from goddamn everything. Um, I don't know how to, I don't know. We're trying. We're just trying to, we're just trying to network and, and bring people together. Um, because if you don't have a group of people to work with, you're never going to accomplish anything. You're never going to, you know, you're not going to get anywhere. Um, if you just wanted to be like a famous e-celebrity internet person or somebody that goes on book tours or fucking whatever, just tell people what they want to hear all the time. That's it. And you don't have to do shit. And, and that's it. You just collect your money and keep, you know, yeah, yeah, you know, um, I, I intend to survive the next decade or two, you know, <laughs> and uh, it's going to be real hard to do that in my estimation, the way things are going without friends, a lot of them. Uh, so I think, it, I think it's in all of our best interests to like uh, close ranks a little bit and find people and, you know, keep, all right, let's keep everybody where we can see them here. Let's, uh, it's dark out. There's wolves out there. Everybody, you know, face your tenant, individual arcs, ten and two, everybody. Okay. All right. That way they can't sneak up on us. At least everybody's. <laughs> You know, hey, are you sleeping? Smack. <laughs> Sergeant Bear says, bet those punches hurt a lot more than it looked in the gender studies class book. I bet they did. She looked traumatized. She probably had a concussion. She took a few of those. Hellbilly Deluxe says, my son, thank you, man, uh, says, my son has had to figure out the hard way that losing is part of life and you need to work hard for the win. Love what you do, brother. So here's some shekels. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate it. And that is true. You need to lose to know how to win. It's, the, it's like the old Aerosmith song. You got to fail to learn how to succeed, like, uh, like Ty Tyler was saying yesterday. You have to. You don't just, nobody's just born awesome. You know, like Michael Jordan, like, couldn't fucking make his high school basketball team. It's a true story. Like grade nine or grade 10, he wasn't good enough to play basketball on his high school team. They're like, nah, they cut him. <laughs> Michael Jordan, right? Probably the most insanely good basketball player of all time. LeBron, LeBron James is a fucking loser. Shut up. Shut the fuck up. I lived through the MJ era, okay? I was never even a huge basketball fan, but that guy was something else, <laughs> okay? And he started by failing and he kept going. Like you need, because then you learn what you did wrong and you adjust and you come back and you try again. That's how anything works. 
You want to learn how to sew real good? Same thing. Play a guitar, same thing. Anything. Exile Canadian Patriot says, uh, it, fuck, it was Fight Club at recess when I went to school. Right, it was. There, there was fights, like, often. Every week, somebody was fighting somebody, and then you'd be talking about it. Like, or they'd schedule fights. This Friday after school, 3 o'clock, the flagpole. Everybody's talking about it for days. Like, well, fuck. They're like, kids are training. This is how we grew up. I'm just laughing about this now. <laughs> I remember I was going to fight some kid. Like, it was like Thursday. At a there was a time and date. I'm doing like push-ups, you know? We're like, okay, today's the day, fight day. Like we had children's UFC. This is how I fucking grew up. I don't know where some of you people are from, especially in Toronto, but this was literally this is I've never even thought about this since. And then we went and just in a parking lot. No adults, nothing. Just a bunch of kids ruthlessly beating the shit out of each other. No rules, nothing. I once took a, this guy was like we were wrestling on the ground and I was like oh fuck and I had a hand free he was like pinned by the I just grabbed a handful of gravel and started like grinding it into his face to get him off me and he was like ah scream it was insane you know just savage fucking ah picto fighting you know it was nuts <laughs> that's how we grew up and now and now words kill people apparently <laughs> I used gravel as a weapon and now, now words are words are mean. I still have scars on my hands. Some of these I look at, and I'm like, I remember that. That's that's from when I punched. Uh, that's from when I punched Tyler Poirier in the face. <laughs> <laughs> and his sister watches this. <laughs> Hi. Remember when I beat up your brother? <laughs> right, but I mean, dude, it's fuck they. They're taking away some of the best parts of being alive where you've learned the most shit about yourself. And now it's like no one learned anything anymore. Everybody just sit home. Just don't do anything. Uh, NYC bit. Thank you, sir. He says a lot of controlled opposition is another set of brainwashed propaganda as individual. No kidding. Who is this? Dell frickin' tree? You're not Dell big tree. Who's banned? <laughs> says I hate gingers. Thanks for the money, I guess. That's, that's literally racism though, isn't it? How can you, I hate gingers. How is that any different than saying I hate black people? I hate this particular ethnic group. I see. Good, um, good, congratulations. Like, I don't know. What do you, you want to, do you want to fucking, uh, you want me to send you a pin or, or a, you want to, you want a dick pic? Like what? It, well, I don't understand what the point of that was, but thanks for the money. I guess. Exile Canadian Patriot says, Butts mom likes it in the, oh, well. I have no comment on that. I have no comment on Gerald Butts' mother, other than what I've already mentioned. Robert E. Legal says, check out this re regarding FBI informant. Uh, leader is a wife-beating swinger. It doesn't surprise me. It doesn't surprise me at all. Robert E. Legal, again, says, uh, Jürgen uh, Konings. Oh, this guy. Self-inflicted gunshot wound to the body. Yeah, okay, so that was the Belgian guy they found in the woods. They couldn't find for like a month and a half. Story of the rumor on that guy is they caught him early tortured him beat him up and then killed him and then just left him there for the mayor to find of all people oh the mayor found him yeah okay cadillac slim says uh banging out the week in Kelowna, spreading the word of diagonal give a shout out to my brother d-lo or is it d-o is it ronnie james d-o is your brother or is it d-lo or d-lo i don't know i'll just say them all I'll t i should i one of those has got to be close. Paul Revere, the founding father of the United States. Wow. Thank you so much. Says, uh, thank you for everything you do. Have you ever given any thought to putting together a brief list of things to learn to become ungovernable? I don't know. I, I'm still trying to figure it out myself. Um, I just, 
the, the less you need the state for anything, the more, I mean, you don't need them. If you don't need them, they have no power over you whatsoever. And I think uh, David Koresh said that. He took things a little in the wrong direction. Little. Obviously, he made a mistake somewhere because they're all dead. Um, but he said, nothing, stare, nothing scares the state more than the people that don't need them. And that's bad for them because their, their entire existence depends on people needing them. If they don't need them, they don't need to exist anymore. And so you can see why they would want to protect their existence. Even if it's evil. 1984 Esquire says 33 tests and counting. Oh my fuck, you're insane. You're a maniac. At least the fuckers are paying back kilometers and half hours pay for getting tested. The entire medical field is filled with women in Quebec and they love the power they have at the moment. Uh, they'll love it today. They're going to regret it later. The Ferryman's Toll says, In high school, we brought two pairs of boxing gloves to parties. If two guys needed to fight, we circled them up, put the gloves on, and got a referee. No kicks, no hitting, down a palm. You guys had rules. There's no rules in Picto. <laughs> Actually, I think it was, basically, it was like, don't, don't kick or punch in the balls was like, obviously, don't do that. Or biting, like, no one was biting. But outside of that, it was, it was pretty much just, well, he shouldn't have fucking, uh, he didn't want to get kicked in the teeth. He put, shouldn't put his mouth there, you know? <laughs> oh, geez, Pictou boy. New Glad Pictou County voted worst place to live in Canada three years in a row by McLean's Magazine. Fantastic, you know? Hellbilly Deluxe says, my son, 16 years old, plays Airsoft, and I encourage him to remember the skills they may be required. Yeah, I mean, Airsoft is hilariously uh, relevant, and that's why they're trying to get rid of it, too. I don't like it. I think it's silly, like, but I understand, like, from a training perspective... What's the difference? You're firing projectiles at each other, except if you upgrade to, like, real ones. If you were good at one, you, it makes sense you'd be good at the other, at least tactically. Like, where to stand, where not to stand, how to move around, and how to, you know, fire positions and angles and these kinds of things that you can really only understand through practice and training. Otherwise, you're just an idiot with a gun who has no idea what's going on. So, yeah, I, I, yeah it's definitely valuable. I would definitely take a bunch of 16-year-old airsoft kids. <laughs> I feel like they're probably... They're probably good. They might be good to go. I actually saw a competition where they did that. They took a bunch of uh, U.S. Army soldiers, I think infantrymen, and then put them up against a bunch of uh, kids that were playing airsoft for a long And it was close. It was surprising. I think they, they got beat. The Army guys beat them, but it was like not by as much as you would have thought. They didn't get, they didn't get blown the fuck out, which was interesting. Uh, Jake Powell says, uh, ha, 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 ha. I once spiked a guy's head on a footpath, notably known as the DDT. I Yes, the DDT, of course. I've done the DDT to someone. A finishing move of Diamond Dallas Page. Yeah, I remember. I later migrated to becoming effective at performing backbreakers. Wow. Resident wrestling guy. <laughs> Whoa, the crazy stuff we talk about here. Can't believe I'm still not banned on YouTube, and there's still, you know, a shitload of people over there. Hi, everybody. Uh, the no balls rule sometimes as a young and I didn't follow that rule. Yeah, but Linda, you're a girl. It's different for you. It was almost like, well, the girl did it too. So, you know, it was kind of waved a little bit. It was very frowned, very much frowned upon if a man did it to another man, though. We were all men, apparently, when we were like 13. We all thought we were. I just got my first mustache here, bro. I'm basically a fucking big boy. <gasps> really? Whoa. You know? Fame is gay, says Orc Slayer Bears. It is. It's fake and gay. It's literally fake and gay. It's a fake, empty nothing. Not that I've ever been famous, but I, I understand what it is. I wouldn't want it. I wouldn't want it because the, that's a fire I don't want to play with. You know, that's, that burns up a lot of people for good reason. It's not because it's, it's it doesn't do well for most people. Most people can't handle it, and it ruins their life. 
and uh, a lot of them regret it. If you talk to them, if you hear, if you if you listen to them talk, like I fucking would love to just not. I just love to just go out and not be fucking mobbed by people all the time, and that would drive me nuts. Uh, 1984 Esquire says, tip to everyone ever forced to be tested, always, always ask for a saline gargle test. Demand it. Your local hospital should have to do it. Uh, I haven't done a PCR test since December in healthcare. Fuck you, make me. Well, there you go. If you're trying to, if, if they want to force you to ask for that, the saline gargle test. And they don't get to stick this right up your nose. You don't get to get penetrated up the nose. Robert E. Legal says, I remember like 20 years ago, paintballing with my paintball was great too. I used to play that when I was a kid with my brother who was in BMQ for two more days against the Canadian Airborne guy, and he absolutely destroyed the entire arena of 30 kids who were good, 12 to 15. It was amazing. Best eye-opener for it. Yeah, man. Uh, it's a skill like anything else. You can't just pick up guns and go to work. Like, gunfighting is a whole other animal. It's like a sport, like anything else. Um, and there's people that are really good at it, like fucking Olympic level, like, damn. You know, like JTF2 or SEAL Team 6 or one of the... It's like they're really good at gunfighting, you know? And because so they've done the most practice, you know, it's just like anything else. It's, you can't just, it's not call it, you don't just point shoot. Oh, I don't know, how does it work? That'd be like, what's the big deal? So what? It's, you know, fucking hockey. What's the big deal? A puck goes in the net, whatever. What's to know? Like <laughs> a lot, <laughs> a lot, a lot of in- skills and motor skills you got to work on for weeks and months and years to fucking really zone in. And yeah. <sighs> anyway, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Patton says, I like a good gunfight. Yeah, they're, 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 uh, I can do without them. They're not the, the best time. <laughs> it's not, uh, it's a, it's a stressful time. I'll say that much. Uh, what's this? Oh, more than that. What do you guys want to do now? I know what I want to do now. Is it the time already? Perhaps. I guess so. We're getting close. Why? We might as well. In a minute. Of course, I'm talking about the drink now so uh that was a fair amount of rambling i haven't yelled a whole lot yet but i, I imagine that'll change you want to see uh you want to see joe biden get really fucking burned speaking of sports ball and famous people by tom brady this is very very amusing my friend mitch actually sent this to me yesterday oh, yeah. get a load of this <laughs> this is almost unbelievable he gets away with it um but we found our rhythm we got on a roll not a lot of people uh you know think that we could have won and um fact i think about 40 percent of the people still don't think we won i understand that. you understand that mr president i understand that yeah and personally Ooh. you know it's nice for me to be back here we had a game in chicago where i forgot what down it was i lost track of one down in 21 years of playing and they started calling me sleepy tom <laughs> why would they do that to me so uh and Biden just sits there like an idiot laughing along, not knowing that Tom Brady's just cutting him up. I think 40% of the people still don't think we won. He looks right over at Joe Biden. Like, almost half the country is like, I'm pretty sure that election was bullshit. That's what he's referring to. And Joe Biden's like, ha, 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 yeah, I get it. No, you don't. Then he makes fun of him having dementia. They call me Sleepy Tom. Can you imagine that? And Biden's like, oh. <laughs> um, but we found our rhythm. We got on a roll. Amazing. A people, uh, you know, think that we could have won. And um, in fact, I think about 40% of the people still don't think we won. I understand that. You understand that, Mr. President? I understand that. Yeah. And personally, you know, it's nice for me to be back here. Oh. We had a game in Chicago that. where I forgot what down it was. I lost track of one down in 21 years of playing. And they started calling me Sleepy Tom. <laughs> Why would they do that to me? 
So, uh, sleepy Joe Biden. <laughs> I was amusing. You know what else is racist, by the way? Since we're talking about ra- everything I've talked about is racist, obviously. That's always what I get. Ra- I had another guy saying that today. You're racist. Why? Literally, why? You, you did based on what? You have no idea. Ask, ask the fucking black or Muslim or Jewish followers how racist I am. Go ahead. Go talk to them. But now, that's one thing. But you're going to come after cake now? You know how much I love cake? You savages have gone too far. This is, this is, this can't stand. The UK City Council suggests local cake might be racist because it contains sugar. <sighs> okay. Leeds City Council is concerned about the origins of local produce such as park and cake because it may have once included sugar imported from the Caribbean and it's therefore racist. Yes. Yes. Um, historically, some of the ingredients used to make these local products were gained through the triangular slave trade for his, oh my fucking God, tackling the real problems, like racist cakes. Remember those people I was talking about, these pathetic, weak, useless people? This is what they do with their time. They get up in the morning and they don't think, how do I, how do I become a better version of me? Should I get in shape? Should I learn a new skill? Maybe I can play an instrument. Maybe I can tutor some kids. Maybe I can build something. Maybe I can go to school. Maybe I could be a lawyer or a doctor. Maybe I could I could help change the world in some way. I think cakes are racist. Oh my god. Oh, that's so embarrassing. That's your ambition is to tell people about how cakes are racist. Oh man. You know how much nature cares about that? Zero fucking percent, dude. Meanwhile, in reality town, government advisor admits masks are just comfort blankets that do virtually nothing. Yes, we all knew this. I mean, we did because we're not stupid over here. The Cirques, though. I mean, look at their stupid Cirque faces. But now it is entrenched, and we are entrenching bad behaviors. UK government heralds Freedom Day. It was a few days ago in the UK, which is anything but. A prominent government scientific advisor has admitted that face masks do very little to protect from coronavirus and are basically just comfort blankets. Dr. Colin Axon, an advisor for the London Telegraph, uh, said uh, medics have given people a cartoonish view of how my... Did I read this last time? I believe I did. It's still true. (laughs) No, it's... You know, it's... No, it's not uh, old news. It is uh, the new Vayers data. <laughs> they update every week, I understand. Once a week. And uh, here's the current numbers. We're up to... Uh, I'm just going to put it on the screen and say nothing because everything is illegal. But, uh, yeah, you can... Uh, Go here and look at the uh, really high numbers of stuff happening when people get penetrated with something. That's all. Thought I'd mention that. <laughs> Why not? Boy. Um, uh, Jake Powell says, Sydney, Australia is holding a freedom rally on Saturday. Check this shit out. We need more men like this. It's happening, bro. People are uh, arching up. Skip to 120. Definitely worth a watch. All right, sir. Mr. Jake Powell. I will. Victoria. Victoria Police have decided that everyone in the world is racist. This evening, here on uh, A Current Affair with me, Pippi, Poppy, Big Fat, Fatty Fat, 
I'll be explaining to you how all Australians should be put to death. Right? And he snapped. And he snapped. Hey guys, um, so I kind of just wanted to touch on what happened with the current affair earlier. 120, he says. I was a little hot headed before. The music! Oh no. What do you mean? Stand up. What do you mean? Come to me and be hostile towards me. Stand up like a man. I'm just here asking. Stand up like a man. Use men. I honestly, I snapped. You see what I'm saying? Like, these guys used to run society, and everything was better. When men stopped running society, everything sucks now. Like, that used to be unthinkable, to be like, you, dude, you just, you walked away, you backed down from a guy's challenge, like, you're a bitch. You don't, you don't get to be in charge of anything. If you don't have courage and, and strength and honor in yourself as a fucking person, you're not leadership material. It's, just, it's literally as simple as that. Oh, I don't have to dignify that with a... No, you really do. You really do. You can't run away from your problems and hide and, and this kind of shit. Like, that's not what men do. And if you, if you do that, you're not really a man and therefore you can't be in charge. That's how we always used to... Like, could you imagine Teddy Roosevelt? <laughs> you know? Like, some of these old dudes were like, oh, fucking... They would throw down with... The they, were, they had duels and shit back then. <laughs> what? George Washington... Oh, I don't know. Dude was like rowing a boat across a river, the Delaware River, with a gun. Like, I'm going to fuck some shit up now, you know? And these guys are, yeah, anyway, um, let's, let's see what happens here. Let's see. Oh, this, this is hilarious. And I'm glad, I'm glad that I did. No, no, no. F*** you. F*** you. Get the f*** away now. I will sort you out. Yeah. From lockdown to smackdown. <gasps> Scary music. What are you going to do? What are you going to I'm getting off. What are you going to Yeah, run away. Gym owner Reese Keen might be one of Australia's strongest men. <laughs> He's big boy. But when it comes to following yeah. rules, fuck yes. Yeah, I love this guy. Refuse. And they're like, these guys are toxic. These are literally the men that protect your society. Like, if you think this guy's an, oh, he's a crazy person. I would love to show you the inside of like a special forces unit gym. <laughs> what goes on in there? No. They're not in there talking about gender inclusion and diversity and like, oh, I picked some great flowers today. This is normally what I would see going into a gym. Like, oh, fucking Cody's fucking fired up today. <laughs> Throwing stuff around. <laughs> like, yeah, you having a good day, bro? <laughs> cool. Right on, man. <laughs> Want to go to Timmy's after this? Okay. All right. And you put headphones in and go to fucking murder mode. No. To do the heavy lifting like the rest of us. This is hilarious. <laughs> right? Ran away. Wow. Eight plates. At his central coast gym. Damn. Remember, we'll be open tomorrow. If you need a gym to train at, hit me up. Unlike <gasps> the music. What is this, a Marvel movie? Is he going to transform and start shooting lightning out of his fucking huge quads at people? Still open. And he's encouraging his members <laughs> to ignore COVID health advice and training groups of more than two. And then he hey, eats people. a baby. Yep. That people are dying, Reese. From what? From COVID. No, they're not. <laughs> really? Really, man. Keynes <laughs> even bragged about being fined by police. <laughs> really, man. And let me explain. Oh, no, cut that off. Just just leave him saying, no, it's not real, and then don't let him explain. That's obviously, I mean, no, we, need, we don't need to hear any more from this man. Have your back. They don't care about you. <laughs> Steve Marshall, a current affair, long time. And when we And that's when he stabbed a puppy in the face. Pushed Reese Keen outside his gym. He told me to pull up a pew. Do you want to sit down and get something comfortable over here? Thank you. I don't mind at all. 
Reese, what, uh, what makes you think you can flout lockdown laws? <laughs> I don't agree with it. Uh, you know, I think this makes my skin. This guy makes my skin crawl. People who've lost everything. Watch how a relaxed Reese Keen snaps and spins into total rage in 10 seconds. Total rage. He gets confrontational, and that's. To Do you think that's total rage? You're an idiot. Oh my god, these people. I mean, everyone else is doing the right thing. You know, so, yeah. Stand up, my man. What do you mean? Stand up. Come to me. Uh, what did he say to him? I missed it. But... Stand up like a man. I'm just here asking. Stand up like a man. Use men. Who's this? They got like a. Is one of powerlifting's greats to seduce them at a Christian gym. To <laughs> seduce? What is? <laughs> what did you send me? What manner of which? What kind of? Oh God. Ugh. If you th dude, I thought Canadian media was bad. This is wild. He would ask me to press against his groin. Oh, for f <laughs> Are these the actions of a God-fearing man? No comment. No, Why are you sending these pictures to That's these illegal. women? We're not going to no say comment. anything. What have you got to say about your husband carrying on like your this? business. No comment. You add this shit. Let's do personal attacks on his in his personal life because what does that have to do with COVID again? And his position on the government? Well, he sent naked pictures of that woman. What the fuck does that have to do with... Literally has nothing to do with anything, but that's what the media does. And they don't understand why they're scum. It's like, you're you're literally... You might as well just literally be a snake holding a microphone. Like, I... Fuck you. No, I hate you. You're a snake. Fuck snakes. <laughs> right? It's insane. And they're like, I don't know what I did. Oh. No permission. Sound, sound like a counterfeit. I know, you know who we are, so, uh... Oh, I know. A counterfeit, you know how we are, so... Deadlift his car. Flip his car over! Keen has turned his back on God. Now he calls himself a Satanist. <laughs> He's a Satanist! How much... This is ridiculous. I, 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 can I continue? This is insane, man. The gym junkie and his wife will soon be lifting a couple of extra kilos. I've got a baby coming in 10 days. I get no government assistance. Okay, okay that's all I'm here. The music, right? This is a this was literally a Simpsons joke. Remember the episode when Homer was accused of uh like molesting the babysitter and she had a gummy bear stuck to her ass and he like peeled it off and was like, "Ooh, thank you." And, he, and she thought she he was like trying to grab her or whatever. And she sued him and he had to go to court and everything. And then Willie came and like bailed him out because he had security footage or something. And then they then they then the media attacked Willie and it showed him like getting out of a car in slow motion and it was like some kind of like me and he was like, Oh, he's so guilty. And Marge was like, Homer, he saved your life. And he goes, Yeah, but listen to the music, Marge. He's clearly the bad guy. That and and this is literally happening right now. And it's they, they don't, it's, I don't know why you'd say that about my, you, dude, you're so offensively fucking garbage, man. It's, oh, wow. Wow. Oh. He's not in it on his own. We're all experiencing the exact same thing. So for him to open up is very selfish. <laughs> With the other gyms that are competing with him have obviously taken the side of the government through getting money, right? Well, you 
trying to get to our car, you're stopping us leaving. And I'm not. I, I can't get past you, man. I want to. I can't get past you. You're so big, you've blocked the entire street. I can't listen to this anymore. This was insane. Wow, that was like a glimpse into the world. Oh my lord, Australia. Good luck. You guys are in trouble. 84 Esquire says, one last tip for the gargle test. They'll ask you if you haven't had anything to eat, drink, smoke, etc. Be sure to answer no. If you have residue in your sample, just ask to redo it. Oh, there you go, sir. Pumpkin Launch says, make no mistake, it isn't the cake they want. It's a setup to go after the tea. They will destroy that most British of cultural rituals. It's what they do. You could be right. They could be coming. Dude. You might be. Uh, that, did, pumpkin Domus. When they say tea is racist, they're going to come after the tea in Britain. That it's going to be. And that's when all hell will break loose. That's when the prophecy and the final seal is unlocked. When tea is accused of being part of the. the oh, then it's fucking on. That huge British guy's going to come back. I've sat here and put up with one thing after another. But if, I, if you think I'm going to sit here and be quiet, and you take away my fucking tea time, mate, I will peel off your fucking face. I will peel it right the fuck off. You know, that, then they're going to lose their minds. <laughs> First they came for the crumpets. Andrew Simpson. Exactly. Exactly. RT Music Production. He covered the racist cake. I did talk about the racist cake. You were right. Um. <laughs> oh my goodness uh, Twitch, man, there's a lot of people over there Hi guys, and what about YouTube? Hey, everything's racist They better not touch coffee Oh, the coffee's already racist for sure If sugar's racist, everything that sugar goes into is obviously racist uh, But they'll never follow that Because a lot of these people are in horrible health And you know, being in, in good health And going to the gym and this kind of thing That's literally considered alt-right neo-Nazi fucking attributes Look it up Going to the gym and, and, and being concerned with your physical health, that's an alt-right uh, dog whistle or something, or red flag I've read. That's how insane it is. Victor Morel says, let them eat the racist cake. Let them eat racist cake. Oh, God. Good God. Good, good fucking God, man. I think it's, uh, uh, you know, to that guy. This is what he reminds me of. <laughs> To that beautiful Australian guy and everybody else down there, um, they're going to need some help down there. You guys got to change your attitude. You're on an island. You're not trapped in there with them. They're trapped in there with you. Phil's a great singer. Phil, Phil Anselmo, Philip the Goat, same person. Go, Phil! Singer. 
I love it. I love it. Hellblade Deluxe's coffee can't be racist. It's Bipod. That's true. <laughs> Phil, Phil and Selmo and Phil the Goat are the same person. You ever think of that? You ever, you ever, do you know that? And, and Dimebag Daryl was, was just, you think he didn't have something to do with that? He's just winking at me. He never confirmed. He's just winking. Don't double hose. Uh, he does this thing. He calls it double hosing where he gets two straws. You know, and he just vacuums up the plate. He thinks it's funny. And it's like, it's not. Anyway. I'm pretty sure he killed Dimebag Daryl. All right. Or had him killed. Because the guy did say he thought he heard voices. Where do you think the voices came from? I don't know why I had to do that, Phil. You know, apparently Pantera betrayed him. I don't know. It's a long story, but uh, it is what it is. Pumpkin Launcher says, Australia needs a lot more Ned fucking Kelly and a lot less Ned diddly dum 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 Flanders. Oh, they did their best in dum 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 diddly diddly. <laughs> Sometimes things happen dum dum diddly. Ah, hell diddly ding dum crap. Remember the, the episode when, when Flanders loses his shit? Like, finally snaps, right? Because he always just puts up with everything. And then the house burns down and everybody's retarded. And he's, like, cleaning the glasses. He's like, uh. They rebuilt the house and it's horrible and it falls apart. And there's something definitely wrong with this hallway. Oh, that's the electricity room. He's like, ah, oh, yeah, we, uh, we ran down the floorboard, so we just painted the rocks there. Uh, pretty clever. <laughs> Mole. He takes his glass off. He's like, ah, oh, they did their uh, best in diddly diddly. Uh, ah, hell, diddly ding dong crap. <laughs> Can't you fucking morons do anything right? <gasps> he loses his mind. Great episode. Great times. Back in the 90s, you know, when things were awesome. Not so much these days. You guys want to see something really wild? Um, how many people are not super familiar with Alex Jones? Raise your hand. <laughs> you know. And like he gets a lot of hate. I understand. I understand. I'm not, I'm not saying he's not guilty of, of of some things. However, I mean, dude, the guy has been talking about this for a long time. So was Bill Cooper and David Icke. A lot of people were like, "Man, they're planning some shit." And it's not that he's psychic. He's just. And you know what? I'm basically just another version of this guy because he came first. And what he does is the same thing I do. He reads the new, the media. He basically puts his finger in the air and, and guesses which way the wind, you know, I think the wind's blowing this way. Basically, based on talking to people and what these motherfuckers are saying, what they're really saying, uh, you know, because you, you start to see patterns after a while. And you can, and, and sometimes it's not even a trick. It's like they just basically told us they were going to do this. At Bilderberg last year, they said, oh, we're going to have a massive virus to control everybody. And you He's like, they're, they're putting it in the damn water. It's in the water. I've got the, I've got the papers. That's why he gets so mad a lot of the time. Because he's like, it's right fucking there. They're not even hiding, man. I snuck into Bohemian Grove. There was grown man. There was grown man in robes. And they were worshiping a giant. I swear to God. That's a giant goddamn owl statue. They were burning. They were burning babies. You know, like. <laughs> I, I enjoy the guy. I think he's amusing. And I think he's done more good than bad. I know Ryan hates him and Adam hates him and whatever. Like, that's fine. You know, I don't, he's not for everybody. I get it. And I understand their criticisms over the, you know, the Israel problem and stuff. But again, I don't know. It, uh, regardless, I want you to consider this for a second and, and listen government to this. Announced- Go- the government has done a thing. Have shed in their white- 
Globalists have said in their white papers, in their own UN documents. This is from years ago, by the way. They want to create race-specific bioweapons and other systems. This is like 2005. A lot of this from my sources is that they're preparing to release bioweapons, claim that they're naturally uh, occurring, and then use that as the cover for civil emergency, societal control, crackdowns on free speech. Obama put the internet kill switch in five years ago. And when he got confronted by it by Congress, he said, well, it's in case the bird flu or SARS gets out. Just type that in. CDC says internet kill switch is in case bird flu or SARS breaks out and they have to control panic and direct every website in the U.S to one government announcement. And we look huh. at every angle and believe a bioweapon release could be the thing they'd release to bring in a world government to counter a global problem. And the UN has said that a global pandemic is the only thing that may save their world government. Huh. have said in their white paper. That's a lot of coincidences though, isn't it? In their own UN Cause documents. that's basically exactly what happened. <laughs> That was like 2014 or 12. He said that yearly, what did I say, 2005? I meant like, that was like five, six years ago he was talking about this shit. And even before that, this was like a lot of these elitist people, Jacques Attali, uh, Kissinger, like these people have been writing about this for years, 90s, early 2000s. Like, we gotta get rid of so many people. We gotta, well, we're not gonna get control of this. Uh, how do we do that? Well, we'll use, a, we'll use some kind of virus, you see. It's not secret information. You can go look it up. And you're just like, what the fuck? And, but, and they, but they know that no one cares. They're the pimps, man. The pimps know that them hoes is not going to be, they're not going to be, you know, roaming away. These hoes is not roaming away. They know. Few of them might get away, but they've got enough. They, it's whatever. Few hoes escape. Pff, they're not going to be able to warn the other hoes. The other hoes love it here. And when those, those hoes that did escape come back to try and free the hoes that are here, these hoes is going to fight those hoes for me. I won't even have to do anything because they love me. I'm their master. And they're going to defend me from the other hoes, even though they're right and they got me figured out. But there's not enough of them. There's too many of these idiots and they'll do, you know. That's where the, it, how many is there? What are the, what are the real numbers? What is this, How does this actually shake out? Wouldn't that be interesting to find out somehow? How many people are really, really, really know what's going on or lean in one way or another? Wouldn't that be interesting? Becky from Ontario says, and if you really tick me off, I'll run you over with my car. <laughs> that, that's a, that's a threat, sir. That's very, very true. Uh, all right. What's going on here? Uh, Everybody's on YouTube still. Look at you all. Look at you all. Entropystream.live slash Raging Distant is the, uh, the stream Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern. Um, uh, Pixel Surprises. Dr. Bill Deagle said a bunch of what's happening now in around 2006. Talk to Alex as Alex. I would, t- I would talk to Alex Jones. It would be, it'd be hard to do an Alex Jones impression at Alex Jones. It would just be... <laughs> I would feel like it did like maybe if I talked to him for a little while and got to like okay like there's a back and forth here where I could fuck with him a little bit like and he knows I'm not you know that then maybe I could you know <laughs> but I wouldn't just show up and like dress like him <laughs> be like listen to me here's what's going on you know <laughs> immediately I just never break character and he's just like are you making fun of me <laughs> I'll get a blazer you know I'll change my background to like uh, bigot wars, bigot info wars or something. It would be funny. Why not? It would be. It would be funny. Oh, you know. Here's uh here. Okay. And look. This is just interesting to look at. 
So this is from uh, yesterday, CBC. Canadian right-wing extremism increased online during the pandemic, the report says. Report says. Experts warn. Experts alert. Reports and experts. Picture of the Proud Boys. Oh, they have a white kid with a fist. He's got fist gloves on and he's yelling about something. There's a sign in the back that says free speech. Ew, gross. Keep in mind that this is a hit piece by CBC, and this is the photo that this is the worst photo they could find to use. Because they're not going to use a good photo. Like, this is obviously the, they look for a bad one. This is what they got. This is what they went with. This is as bad as it Online activity by right wing extremists in Canada rose last year during the pandemic, despite efforts by government and social media companies to curb extremism in hate speech. They're doing their best to keep you safe from me. The report also found that right-wing extremists in Canada are being influenced by their increasingly violent counterparts in the U.S. What? What? This raises the concern that an emboldened and increasingly violent extreme wing in the U.S. could help inspire similar activity in Canada as Canadian right-wing extremists look to their U.S. counterparts for inspiration, wrote the authors of the new report from the United Kingdom-based Institute for Strategic Dialogue, set to be made public later this week. Oh, so the U.K. knows what's going on over here, do they? That extremism could rise as lockdown restrictions are eased. Report. Why would it? Why would lockdowns create right-wing extremism? Right-wing extremism is a dog whistle term. It is a catch-all that the state and the media use to describe their political opponents, to describe people that oppose their rule. Their, their immoral, unjust, and illegitimate rule over you. Uh, they want you to believe that there is a gr- there's this group of sinister, gross, mean, racist, just nasty, oh, you know, violent, gun-toting, Bible-thumping, crazy people that want to uh, want to just burn down the government and enslave everybody and, you know, kill all the blacks and the alt-right. That's what they want you to think that it is. That is non-existent, basically. What it really is, is people like me and people like a lot of the people listening to this simply concerned of where things are going at the minimum to the maximum of I can see what you're doing and I know what the fuck you're up to and I'm telling people about it and I'm not happy about it and something, uh, this isn't going to end well. And that's why they, they, they refer to character assassination to take, because they can't, they're not going to refute anything we say. They're not going to give us the platform to explain our positions and then let the people judge for themselves. No, 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 no. Because we're convincing, because we're right. Because it's true, because you are evil, and you are manipulative, and you are liars and schemers. You're a liar, and you're a schemer, and where did that get you? I'm an agent of chaos. You know, the thing about chaos is, it's fair. Um, you know, and all, all these people, again, like these guys, they were just regular dudes that wanted to be left alone, I guarantee you. And they noticed things, and that's why I said noticing things is racist. There's multiple elements to that title, that video I, I put up uh, earlier today. And it, was about, it had nothing to do with racism. It was about Bill C-36. But because they will call me a racist to, so people won't listen to what I have to say. That, that, that delegitimizes you immediately 
in the eyes of the normie. That you, and it's simply enough to call you a racist. They don't have to prove anything. They just say it. That person's a racist. So they go, oh, okay. And they don't, they don't listen to anything you have to say. And it works. Somehow. Because the average normie is a retard. Um, like just a non-thinking imbecile. But in, in, you know, the reality is most of these people are, are, are good people with you know, good intentions and they're patriots and they see what's happening. And the reason there's a rise in, in, in quote-unquote right-wing extremism, i.e. people that know what the fuck is going on is what this is code for, the people that are like, uh-oh, you know, you're wor- you're, they're worried about us. They're, they're scared. And they wouldn't have to, if they weren't, they wouldn't need to do this. They wouldn't need these hit pieces. They wouldn't have to go, ah, everybody, don't listen to them. Don't, yeah, these people are bad, everybody. Don't know. They're, well, they, they're racist and they're, uh, don't, they're Nazis. Yeah, they're Nazis too. Yeah, I saw a guy doing a, he had a flag. It was scary. Don't, don't, nobody look, nobody look there. No, 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 no. Don't look, don't, 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 nope, nope, nobody look there. That's not the actions of a con, they're, they're scared. And why would it go up based on, because it were, because we're anti, they're anti-government. We know the government's corrupt. And, that's, and we know that this is bullshit. And the lockdowns are hurting way more people than it's helping. Like astronomically more. Like 10 to 1. It's not even close. It shouldn't even be done. We're talking about curbing extremism and hate speech. What is extremism? What is hate speech? It's speech, it's speech the government doesn't like. What is extremism? It's activity the government doesn't like. So what you say and what you do, we don't like it. So we've affixed these labels to it to make it okay in the eyes of the normie to do whatever we want to you they're legitimizing your future destruction because if you're a terrorist i mean well yeah you should arrest terrorists and put them in jail and well i mean if they didn't want to go to jail and a gunfight ensued and they were killed i mean good they were terrorists i read it on the news it said they were extremist hate speech racist you know extremists right it's not even good propaganda. And, it, and it's losing. The thing is, like, the more they use it, the less effective it becomes. And they have no other move. What else are they going to do? Because they can't engage your ideas. They can't talk to you about the issues because they would lose all of those discussions. And that's why they ban everyone. Do you know what's not banned? Here, here's how you know, guys. What, you know what's not banned to talk about? What do you not get hate speech, go, extremist warnings on, and like people, you know, you know what's not on the list of right-wing extremists and people that need to be fucking kept under control? Flat Earth people. Because, <laughs> whoop, did you do, right? Why do you think that is? Who are the people they're targeting? And why are they targeting them? Because they're worried people are going to listen to them and understand that, oh, shit. And this is why you got to be careful what you say on Telegram, guys. I'm telling you. I mean, I'm not responsible for what you guys say. Everybody's responsible for their own individual. You fucking put whatever you want, but, you know, um, I'm just trying to provide a space for people to, to talk and network and, you know, meet, find your friends, right? If you say a bunch of wild shit and people come after you and you get banned, whatever, that's on you. Or, or you know, somebody knocks at your door because of something you said because, ah. According to Public Safety Minister Bill Blair, a number of ideologically motivated violent extremist groups, including the, including the Proud Boys, were... And where did these guys go? The Proud Boys didn't just disappear. 
so the organization dissolved, but where they're all still friends and they all still know each other. They just can't be proud boys anymore. They'll just ch- why don't they just change to something else? Now, now we're the angry boys. Now we're the whatever. <laughs> the you know we're the Under Armour boys, according apparently you know whatever. This is and in this picture here, this isn't even Canada. This is, the, again, the scariest picture. They found one guy with arm sleeve tattoos, a plate carrier, which is holding a radio and a bottle of water. And there's this guy with a, with a, a gas, can, gas mask on. And this guy's wearing a helmet and goggles because they're probably worried about getting pepper sprayed or you know, tear gas and this kind of shit. And this is the United States. Why is this in a CBC article? Yeah, look at them. Look at all the terrorism happening here. He says, we identified two Telegram channels hosting supporters and members of the Canadian Proud Boys, which at the time of writing were still active, despite the group's designation as a terrorist entity. Fuck off. Neo-Nazi imagery. Oh, on Telegram, researchers identified 17 groups focused on Canadian affairs. Did you get mine? I hope you got mine. Including seven channels hosting white supremacist communities. Seven hosting ethno-nationalist communities and one hosting an anti-Muslim community. Again, these are just labels they affixed to you. They don't have to prove it. They just have to say it. Gab is also popular for white supremacists and ethno-nationalists, the researchers found. Why is that? Because Gab has a a free speech ultimatum. Donald Trump tried to get on Gab, and he said, but I have some conditions. You're not allowed to talk shit about the Israeli government, for example. And Andrew Torba, uh, he he leveled up into ultimate fucking based mode and said, go fuck yourself, Donald Trump. I don't need you. And then Donald Trump joined Rumble, who, you know, acquiesce to his demands um you know they're everywhere this is uh i don't know i feel like i'm am i not making any sense am i making a lot of sense like this is just propaganda like this is nonsense this there there's nothing this is extremely 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 biased and this is what professional lies look like if you don't know any better it feels and looks true. If you do know better, even then you're like, very clever. Clever girl. Mm-hmm. This is like, this is what anti-hate wishes they, they should, hey, uh, anti-hate, you fucking losers. How's your uh, imminent destruction from Dean Blundell going? You guys have, I can't wait. Elizabeth Thompson's a senior reporter. For, why don't you ask her for some tips? She's way better at this than you. Garbage. Complete garbage. How many, how many people were killed by the Proud Boys in Canada? Uh, zero? How many people were killed by Islamic extremists? You want the official number or the number the government doesn't tell you about? Hmm? Hmm? Let me scroll down a bit. Uh, Cocaine Rimjob says Alex loves the comedy videos about him Like the Doom Guy vid or Gay Frogs meme He'd probably go along That would be hilarious Dude that would be like a dream come true for me Just because it would be hilarious The content level alone would like blow people I, I don't know I would think it would be fucking hilarious If I started being Alex Jones to him And started getting a little fired up And he like 
you know, you know when like two comedians kind of go back and forth, and they like I know kind of what he's me and Greg Wycliffe. And if you don't know this, go to wokeandmail.com. He's got a great, hilarious satire. It's basically a parody of the Globe and Mail, and it's just the most woke, horrible shit you've ever seen. <laughs> we do these podcasts, and he's like, he has all these guests on on the Woke and Mail podcast. Spoiler: that all of them are me. <laughs> And I do always care, and we just go back and forth, and you kind of like I see where he's trying to go with it. It'd be hilarious if if Alex was like, and then he starts getting more fired up, and then I and then we both just end up going nuclear. <laughs> you tell me they're killing already unborn babies. That's what I've been saying this whole time. You know, <laughs> and it's just both <laughs> people are like, oh my god, what is happening? And then you could mix it into like a compilation video and then there's like nuclear bombs going off like the predator handshake, you know, the world explodes. What happens when Alex Jones meets Alex Jones? <laughs> Don't cross the streams. Why, Egon? It would be bad. Define bad, Egon. Imagine every molecule in your body exploding at the speed of light. Okay. Total protonic reversal. Okay. Okay, that's bad. Thanks, Egon. Important safety tip. Okay, thanks, guys. Fucking great. Pumpkin Launcher says, Rage, that uh, Proud Boys picture there is wanted by FBI for extradition for beating the fuck out of a Palestinian commie in New York. <laughs> why are they using American pictures? And he says again, Hey, Evan Balgord, why'd you take down your YouTube conference when I exposed exactly how yourself and Mormon are opportunist grifters in the employ of the federal liberals pretty fucking weak heaven i saw that where is that there it is is this you <laughs> video unavailable like anti hate knows you can like delete comments and block people right like are you guys stupid uh so they made it private they just do oh we'll just hide the video i wonder why some information in here Oh, they had this conference on, you know, hate in Canada and we need why we need Section 13 back. And blah, yeah, some people were telling me about this. I didn't watch it. I don't want to because I probably get cancer. But um, the interesting thing is that I like this part. I noticed Balgor never referenced the outrageous abuse of Section 13 by his Canadian anti-hate network, Richard Colleague, or his colleague, Richard Warman, who actually committed hate speech to entrap idiotic neo-Nazis to his personal financial benefit to the tune of six figures. This abuse by him, Warman, uh, led to Section 13 being repealed as unconstitutional. That's correct. Um, the very same uh, Richard Warman is presently at the forefront of a cheerleading for a renewed, beefed-up Section 13. Google Richard Warman. There are reams of verifiable mainstream media stories referring to Warman's gross abuse of Section 13. The new Bill C-36 allows for anonymous accusers and imprisonment for pre-crimes. This is Soviet-style totalitarian legislation. Anyone advocating for C-36 is supporting tyrannical state oppression of political enemies. Leftists should be aware their legisla that legislation like this, much like taxes, is never repealed and can and will be used to target them when the worm turns. This is absolutely, absolutely horrifying legislation, and the Canadian Anti-Hate Network should be held to account for advocating it and co-authoring it. I could not have said better myself. Who knew the resident pumpkin was such a wordsmith? Man is a poet and an absolute weapon of mass destruction with words. This guy can really fucking... This guy, this guy can type a sentence, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm for, sometimes I see the stuff that he writes. I'm like, damn, that cuts deep. <laughs> Woof, nasty. And there's more. There's a, there's more on there. And they deleted the. Oh, we'll just hide the video because we don't want people to know those that that that's true. That that's a true thing. They're all scum. And uh, he sent this in last week, and I get a chance to watch it. But you guys are going to enjoy this. 
This is what I want to see more of. I don't think it's illegal to have a fucking issue with your elected official in public. I mean, after all, we do pay them. And if we're not happy with the job that they're doing, I think you're entitled to voicing your opinion. What do you guys think? Here's a man confronting John Tory. And shame on these cucks for defending this fucking loser. Probably in an upscale part of Toronto. I, I don't recognize which part of Toronto this is. I'm, you know, I'm not a huge... I've been there a new number of times, but I'm not like, oh, El Torontonian. Some of them are like, leave him alone. He's trying to eat. Oh, leave him alone. Yeah, I bet you've been really affected by this fucking pandemic, right? This is probably an upscale part of the town. He's... <laughs> John Tory is not eating dinner on a patio on the corner of Bloor and Jarvis. I'll tell you that right now. Ah, Toronto joke. <laughs> See, I've been there. I've been to your hellhole, Toronto. I know what goes on there. I know what goes on there. <laughs> to an extent. <laughs> Check this out. Who does, everyone? It's the man who's destroyed every small business in the city. Mr. Tory. how's it going? All right, thank you very much. Yeah. So how do, how do you feel? Being here in public, knowing that all these people here have been Get affected em. by your draconian measures, do you have anything Get to em. say about that? Excuse me. Here tonight, we're just having dinner, but the people here tonight have actually said that this program that's put all these extra patio seats out here is something they really welcome, and they're very enthusiastic about it. How do you feel that you've destroyed how many... I would have been like, oh, that's his wife, or who is that? Be like, excuse me, how do you feel that he was stuffing G-strings into the, into the G... Dollar bills into the G-strings of a transvestite on Mother's Day a couple of years ago. What's that about? Where does he go at night? Does he tell he's, gonna, he's got work meetings and stuff? Nah, 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 nah. He's down, he's down banging trannies at the fucking whorehouse. You knew that, right? Anyway, carrying on. Families have you destroyed? How many children's... How much child's mental health have you destroyed? How many businesses have you destroyed from your policies? Do you feel any guilt or regret for what you've done to the city? Let the guy have his dinner. Yes, let the millionaire scumbag globalist piece of shit eat his dinner. Fuck off. Very badly, but, but I feel even worse about the 4,000 people in Toronto that died from COVID-19. Now, dude, you had this guy dead to rights. You could have fucking given him the tombstone. You could have given him the stone cold stunner right now. What? What? It, it would have been over. I feel more bad about the 4,000 people that died of COVID-19. More people have died just by suicide alone than died of COVID-19. That's a direct result of your policy, John Tory. 2,300 Canadians died last year waiting for surgery that they couldn't get. Uh, a fraction of that is a result of, of, again, your policy. Then there's the, uh, you know, the overdoses, the suicides, the, the losses of businesses, and every increase in unemployment, again, which you've directly contributed to, increases uh, the mortality or increases the amount of deaths in society because people, you know, they lose their jobs, they lose income, life gets hard, it becomes impossible for other people, and then they end up killing themselves and uh, all, all the, the, the missed uh, medical screenings and so on and so forth. Uh, so if you're concerned about the 4,000 people that, that were old and were going to die anyway... Because, you know, the va 99%, this is a fact. This is verifiable information. You can look this up. The, the vast majority of people that died were good. They, they're old and sick, and they, that's what happens when you're old and sick. And you, and, and you get sick, you die. It, it's what happens. Five times more children died during the lockdowns than COVID-19. Like, died of suicide than, the, than, the, than died of COVID. Five times the amount. And you're going to sit there with that stupid smug grin on your face like, oh, got him. I'm more worried about the victims of money. Oh, you want to talk about victims? Oh, you want to know numbers, John? Let's talk numbers. I know the numbers. 
So if you're going to do this, you know, know, know what you know, your shit. And then you can just ruin these people because they got nothing. Can we say that? How many families have been affected by your draconian policies? How many children are suffering? How much, how many drug, how many drug overdoses, how many suicides have been done? I mean, he gets the gist of it, right? He, he, he does a good job. I'm, whoever this guy is, great job. Look at the dumb, stupid face on this fat loser over here. He can't believe what he's hearing. Huh? It, it, COVID-19, the, the lockdown, this never affected him when he was on his country club golf course. Somebody said this was Yorkdale Heights. Yeah, right? You know what part of town he's fucking in. You think these guys suffered a lot? No, Any guilt at all? These fucking people probably made money, dude. Excuse me, sir. Out of here, peasant! I'm trying to enjoy us. <laughs> than Why does he also look like an old lesbian woman now? What's happening? Is John Tory getting hormone treatments? That's true. He does. Doug Ford said no, surprisingly. But John Tory, well, he needs vaccine. He, need, he needs him. He needs more power. Power is addicting. And people that like power, they get more power. The more they get, the more they want. John Tory wants to be emperor of the world. That's what all these people are like. And they'll go as far as they can. And they get to the top if they're good enough at being a conniving, scheming motherfucker and a murderer and a thief and so on. But, you know, mayor of a major of North American city isn't bad for a, for a scumbag. He's got another guy with him, too. This guy sounds ethnic. I don't know. He's got an accent. Can you show your face? How many businesses have you destroyed? We're the longest lockdown city in the world. In the world. How many businesses have you destroyed? Do you feel any... Not this one. <laughs> Am I right? He should have turned around and high-fived people. <laughs> Not this one. Because <laughs> this is for rich people. Guilt for what you have done. Anything. He's eating dinner peacefully. The fat belly guy with the sleeve half rolled up lazily. Dude, at least do the double cuff. You can't just do, you can't, dude, dude, bro, my, my guy. You can't just, you can't just do this. This is a douche, dude. St stop. At least roll it up twice. Stays nice and fucking, you know? All right. All right. Look at you, you fucking slob. And a nice, a salmon pink shirt with the big fucking belt. I would be embarrassed to wear a shirt like that. <laughs> this guy's not. Leave the guy alone that wants to micromanage your entire life. He's not destroyed nothing. Shut, these rich fucking losers. So much depression. So many human beings. So many families. He's a human being. Well, I dispute that. He talks to this guy. What's this? I haven't seen this whole thing yet. Run for office and see if you get elected. 
run for office and see you won't because you won't have his fucking money you stupid dumb basic bitch motherfucker you think that's how it works you cocksucker these people with always the fucking most inflated grandiose sense of it oh well if you think you can do a better job you're a rich motherfucker dude that's not how it works. Most people in the world have to fight every fucking day to pay the bill. And they, we all, we're all very fucking aware of how badly we're getting face-fucked by pieces of shit like you. Oh, yeah, we know. You better pray to fucking God that the police keep doing their job. You better pray to God. Because that wall you think that you think that big wall of protecting you from the angry mob of pitchforks and torches, it's not just the government that's, that's on the fucking uh, radar here. All these big liberal donors and these political donors and these... uh, uh Uh-huh. All the fucking... Well, I let my own workforce go. I replace them all with temporary foreign workers from other countries who work for basically minimum wage and I get government tax tax kickbacks to hire them. (laughs) Fuck you, peasants. You think we don't remember, man? Oh, we'll see you real soon. On your stand and see if these people want you. Dinner, if you don't mind. Okay. <laughs> You're ruining. Oh, I'm fucking sorry, bro. Is your dinner ruined? Is your is the man concerned about the fucking all the dead children that he just? Or, I'm sorry. Is it ruining your appetite? Thinking of all the all the suicides and the homeless people. Is that bothering you? I notice you're not eating next to the massive homeless encampment in Toronto. That's strange. And, you know, the, the massive hits, the unemployment, all the people that lost their jobs and businesses and their life's work and, you know, can't see their families. Everybody's fighting and hates each other. Oh, I'm sorry to bother you with what you've helped create. Is, I'm so, is that ruining your, your, your $200 fucking steak? I'm so, I'm so fucking sorry. That's all. He's ruining lives, dude. He should have. I'm redacted. Fed post redacted. You are. This guy, th- this guy right here, is the girl in that in that fucking special forces fucking show that went up to fight that dude, thinking she was gonna fucking kick ass. You're you're literally ruining lives right now. Like you are. You are ruining. Li- you have no bitch. I can't wait. That's the only thing. You know, you're trying to find the silver lining, right? Society collapses. Everything goes to hell. It becomes mayhem. And it's going to suck for all of us. And everything's going to be a struggle and a nightmare. But every day that you make it and you're still alive and you're trying to sleep on an empty stomach because the food's all, you know, you can be like, this is so awful. That guy in Toronto is so, he's so fucked. He's sucking dicks to eat rats right now. They have a 0% chance of surviving any kind of disruption to the system. System gets fucked up at all. Those people are dead meat. Dead meat. Oh, CRJ says, NPC, who radicalized you? You did. All right, the meme. And to think I used to barely be conservative. Now I got me a set of lightning bolts. If only they left me alone. That's a common story. Jake Powell says, I've noticed here in Australia by classifying certain groups under the Terrorism Act, it serves to bypass both human rights laws. and co- Yeah, you can do whatever you want. If you label somebody a terrorist, you can do whatever they want to them. And people go, good, they're a terrorist. Why are they a terrorist? Well, because the government said so. You're a, you're a, you're a moron. You're an idiot. 
The ferryman soul says, mad lads, loud boys, proud goys, pride guys. I have logos, just saying. Yeah, get a hold of us, guys. You guys just need to rebrand, come out with something else, and then just just like the outlaw motorcycle clubs. Like the, uh, which is the one on the West Coast there? The Mongols. They outlawed their colors, their cuts, like their, the, uh, the artwork, the, the patch of the, of the club. You can't wear that. It's illegal. That'll show them. So they changed it slightly made it, and then put it back up. And they're like, well, I'll make that one illegal. So they changed it slightly again. And then, put, so, <laughs> you want to keep doing this? Every time you do, I sell new vests. I keep getting, I'm making, getting rich, actually. <laughs> and you got to keep putting money and time and legislation to make clothes illegal. You know? NYC bit, this is a fact, where he says, Jesse Ventura was a Mongol. I am a Mongol. Once a Mongol, always a Mongol. I was the sergeant at arms of the Mongols Motorcycle Club. What do you think of that? I used to ride my bike at 3,000 miles an hour without a helmet. (laughs) I used to swim to the middle of the Pacific Ocean and have three-day-long wrestling matches with a giant sea turtle named Lewis. I always win. I always beat Lewis and I'll always beat you. I was the governor of Minnesota. (laughs) (laughs) I love Jesse. He's a fucking character, you know. Oh, but yeah, you know what? I mean, fuck these people, these entitled fucking. And there's another example. So the Democrat, the same elitist bullshit people where it doesn't affect them. It has nothing to, you know, they're sensationalized, you know, massive ultimate victim. Oh, AOC has PTSD now. The whole fuck, you know. Remember when we were, that autism, that autist swim guy sent me all those pins and shit. Thanks for that, man. I appreciate that. Those are sick. I'm going to put some of those on my back, my backpack, I think. There's one that's the Twin Towers, this exact photo, and it says 90s kid. (laughs) (laughs) Spicy. You love to see it. And he says, uh, and and this uh, Steve Watson, Paul Watson's brother, says, 9-11 family sick of Democrats saying capital infiltration was worse. Yeah. Yeah, I think the picture on the left is not worse than the picture on the right. Having lived through both events, to even suggest this is uh, flabbergasting, stunning. Fox News says that some of the fam- some of the families of the 9/11 victims are outraged over the likes of Nancy Pelosi and Joe Biden, claiming that January 6th was the worst attack on our democracy since the Civil War. Or that there should be a 9-11 style commission. Oh, you mean a fake bullshit commission that has the funding of a minor league hockey team? That goes nowhere and asks no real questions and deletes all and ignores all kinds of evidence? You mean that kind of commission? Is that what you mean, Joe? You traitor? Retired New York Deputy Fire Chief Jim Riches, who lost his son, also a firefighter, told reporters they're comparing it to score points politically. Are they kidding me? 3,000 people died, plus we have more people dying from the air that was down there. Yeah, they're all dead, guys. Did you guys know that pretty much all the first responders are dead from all the poison and shit they breathed in? Like, it's still killing people now. And they never got compensated or, or anything for it. They got completely fucked over. That's how you know you live in a bad world. America! America! 
It's all bullshit. These guys went down there and they volunteered, a lot of them, and they, they dug through these fucking burning rubble piles, horrifying, pulling out body parts and shit, for days, weeks on end, nonstop, breathing in toxic fumes. All of the shit that was melted and burning, and they were breathing it all in. They all got lung cancer and fucked up and died in the hundreds. And they were completely, oh, oh fuck you. They couldn't, they, they couldn't um, you know, pay them out on the basis because there was evidence of uh, thermite. So, you know, which breathing that in ain't good for you. So they just fucking ignored them. John Stewart tried to lead a whole charge. Yeah, that John Stewart, the Daily Show John Stewart, tried to lead a whole big charge to get these people compensated and looked after. They didn't do it. Nobody even fucking showed up to the hearing. John Stewart was like literally in tears beside himself. That he's like, these people risked their lives, gave their lives to save, you know, fellow Americans in a time of complete fucking terror where the country is under attack, planes are slamming into buildings, people are on fire, jumping to their death. And these people ran in there like fucking Batman to save the day. And you can't even show up? Yep. That's what Congress thinks of you. And now they're like, this is the worst attack. Uh, Fuck you. Fuck the state. Fuck the government. They're not good people. They're not even fucking people, man. Go through the fucking halls of power. And I'm obviously not saying every single one, but the vast majority. And look at their histories. Look at their resumes. What have they actually done? Who are they really? They're rich people. They're connected people. They're people with fucking, you know, important daddies and so on. These aren't fucking war heroes and like super cops and firemen and legendary. I mean, Ron Paul's a pretty famous doctor and Rand Paul doing his fucking best in there to hold it down and, you know, talk sanity into there and him going back and forth with Fauci is pretty amusing. Fauci saying, yeah, yeah, frankly, you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, okay, the Pauls don't know what they're talking about. They're doctors. <laughs> Fauci's never had a patient in his fucking life. This guy sells people out for money. And he's been, he's been in the establishment forever. These people are congressmen. They're, they're power people for their whole lives. And everything's only gotten worse. The Trudeau family has been never not been circling the fucking power levers in Ottawa for its entire existence. The Mulroonies are all in there and the fucking Bronfman family and on and on and on it goes. What? How, how badly do you need to do your job before you fucking get fired? And I mean really fired. I mean sent away on an ice floe, exiled. And just be happy that's all we're doing. Everything has gotten worse by every measure. And all of the same people that have been making decisions and pulling strings and moving money around for the last 15 years, 20, 30 years, they've, they're still in there. Pick a country, Belgium, United Kingdom, Australia, New Zealand, whatever, any Western country. It's the same names over and over and over again. This is like the 2004 Toronto Maple Leafs. It's like, boys, you've had the same team forever and they can't win. Get new players. <laughs> How is Brian McCabe still on this team? Thomas Caberlet is still on this team? Oh my God, man. Like how long has these guys been together? It's been the same people. And they make everything worse. And they say horrible shit. And they do horrible shit. That fucking photo op with Trudeau and the teddy bear alone, some native man should have came flying out of nowhere and just fucking powerbombed this fuck and just broke his back. <laughs> you know? 
Like the audacity of you to use dead children for a photo op is just, has that ever been done in Canadian political history? Has any other prime minister or, or high level political figure in this country literally used the graves of dead children for a photo op for political points? Has that ever happened before? He's literally kneeling on the graves of dead children pretend, so, you, so people will... It, 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 it wants to, you, you want to melt your brain. You want to stick your head in a microwave and, you know, put it up to 10 and just be like, I'll just, I would rather live in this micro, microwave until my head cooks alive than, than see any more of Trudeau talking. I can't handle, he's so insincere, it's insane. John McCain was in there for how long? Dick Cheney has been in there for how long? Hillary Clinton, are you kidding me, man? And this scandal after scandal, bullshit after bullshit, and it's like, well, you know, what are you going to do? Uh, something, anything. Like, more to that John Tory. Lockdowns killed more Canadians under 65 than COVID-19. The lockdowns literally killed more people. The lockdowns uh, is manslaughter. We know this. We know this. So... When they try to do it again, that's attempted murder. We know from the statistics, from the studies, from the numbers, that lockdowns are far exponentially more deadly and harmful to society than the virus you're supposedly protecting everyone from. That's now confirmed. That's a fact. An unassailable fact. An inescapable fact. Like the sun and the moon. It's just fucking true. So, when they try... We're going to have to have a lockdown again. That's them saying, we're going to have to kill a bunch more of you fucking people. Because apparently you didn't learn yet. You didn't learn yet, so we got to kill some more of you. That's the fact. More people will die from these measures than they will from the virus. And apparently we're going to live in a world where we just keep killing people with lockdowns because we're scared of a virus that we can't get rid of anyway. That's here forever, apparently. Randy Hillier uh, put this on Instagram the other day. Or today. I don't know. New cases in July of 2020 versus 2021. 2021 are the green bars here. And the blue ones is last year. Notice anything? The green bars are bigger substantially bigger almost double in a lot of cases let's go to deaths wow deaths is substantially higher and what's changed this year to last year we had more restrictions more masks more something else one of these things is not like the other one of these things is fucking insane. And they're not stopping. I don't know why this is so crazy. Ontario's top health officials suggest new vaccination target to account for risk posed by the Delta variant. I mean, I, I don't think I can see the future, but... Didn't I say this exact thing would happen? Like almost word for word? 
Because again, you, all you got to do is once you know how the game works, just watch what they say, and you can tell by their attitudes and how, what the, what they're going to do next, where they're going with this, what the pattern is. They're too. A lot of these people, these these doctors and they're, these people playing a lot. They're too fucking stupid. They're living minute to minute. They're 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 consumed by fear and immediate needs. They're weak, soft people, and weak, soft people. Uh, they want instant gratification. They want everything right away. Uh, they think about right now, now, now. Me, 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 all the time. They, they can't see beyond the right now. They can't, they have no peripheral vision. They have no, you know, distance. They can't see anything for what it is. They have no big, big picture fucking thinking. Anybody that does can see where this is going and they're just oblivious. Ontario's top public health official says that the more transmissible Delta variant will continue to threaten the progress unless, unless the province gets 90% uh, residents fully vaccinated. The Ford government has said the final step of its reopening plan can't begin until 80% of those 12 or older have been partially vaccinated and 75% have been fully vaccinated. Why? Like, where are these numbers? These numbers are all over the place. But during a briefing on Tuesday, Chief Medical Officer, Doctor of Health, Kieran Moore suggested that the province needs to set a higher target in order to fully account for the risk of Delta. And what happens when it doesn't work? Who are they going to blame? What's happened? And uh, this guy does as well. And I obviously disagree with him on a lot of things. However, I think we probably have more in common than we don't. Check it out. Check it out, man. Boop. Play, Andrew. Play. Play, damn you. The liberal government thinks it is... This isn't the one I wanted. It's this one. We have in Ontario, for example, the reopening plan that doesn't actually have a final step that is reopen. And even though you have little glimmers of hope in Canada, like Alberta, which is pretty much restriction-free, politicians and some activists in society are moving us closer and closer to this parallel society model in which there are two Canadas. The Where Canada have you heard this that's before? open to the vaccinated and the Canada that is closed off to the unvaccinated. This is increasingly what a lot of people are trying to push for. The vaccine passport is the discussion that really underscores all of this. And I want to talk about this because there are a lot of misconceptions and, frankly, a few myths circulating about what a vaccine passport is and about, from a policy perspective, what its implications are. We know that in Canada, there is no nationally mandated vaccine. Don't do this loading passport that you need to go from one province to another. Just we have in Ontario, for example, the reopening plan that doesn't actually have a final step that is reopen. And even though you have little glimmers of hope in Canada, like Alberta, which is pretty oh, much just Trudeau for his part, came out and said, this is a provincial responsibility, which means he's in election mode and he doesn't want to have to deal with the bad PR that comes along with forcing Canadians to show their papers if they want to cross the Ottawa River or something like that. So by making it a provincial responsibility, you have a range. You have Manitoba, which is now. Bring the rain, Brian Pallister. Come on. Hey. Never okay. found a lockdown measure it didn't like, which is implemented. Eh, potato net, guys. Sorry. It's all. Implemented a provincial vaccine passport. You've. 
sucks because I, I like a lot of what he says. There's a lot of good points. provinces that are <laughs> demanding proof of vaccination to enter, even though free movement within Canada is supposed to be a given. You've yeah. That's one of our rights. This is just lagging like fucking crazy. Got but, you know, it makes the whole point that we've got a parallel society now. Just, you know, we've got a two-tier society. We've got a parallel society. There's one where there's the vaccinated people and the unvaccinated people. There's rules for thee, but not for me, and so on and so forth. This is extremely unhealthy and dangerous. Andrew Lawton, again, he's, lot, he's doing a lot lately, I like. Tweets this from a business owner. The business, owner said, the business owner says the government's inaction has caused us to have to enact policy ourselves. They have passed the political football on from the government with whom the responsibility should lie. Like, again, these weak, pathetic, petulant children think daddy government should literally run their lives for them. To the individual and to the business owners, which is incredibly unfair. It's incredibly unfair. The government should take care of all my needs. Which Talanton responds, this is a terrifying quote from a business owner who's chosen to adopt a mandatory vaccine policy for staff and customers. He's upset that the government is letting individuals and businesses make choices for themselves. The great thing about government passing on choice to individuals is that people can do then what they wish government would regulate them to do. That's choice. This desire for automism, automatism. And the eradication of the individual is the death knell of a free society. Yeah. And this is him. Safe to do has drawn its, line, its share of online hates as Toronto lawyer, lawyer created the website. Brandon Metallo, a Toronto lawyer, has created a website, Safe to Do, that lists businesses that have fully vaccinated staff and require customers to show proof of vaccination. He said he's received his share of negativity online. Yeah, because you're not the fucking majority, dude. We are. Again, how many people are just not saying anything? They're just not involved. They don't want to get involved. They're hoping this fucking ends and goes away because they fucking hate it and they hate you and they hate this shit. They're, you're outnumbered big time. Big fucking time. The silent group of people is not on your side. They're not. They want you to fucking stop what you're doing and go away and, go, and we want, you know, to insist. This government, you know, here, and here's how it's progressing. Someone says, uh, yeah, I'm going to read some of these because the, the Australia thing is, is relevant. Taylor C says, what's Jesse doing these days? I haven't heard much in five years. He's been living off the grid, like off the grid. Literally, he's been living off grid in like Mexico, in Mexico with his wife. It's, as far as I know, I haven't heard from him in years. Rain Dog says, a few people walked into the hall out of high priests. Worst attack ever. A few people walked into the hall of the high priests. Worst attack ever, right? Oh, right, yes, the, the Capitol Hill thing. Yeah. So they walked around and took pictures, and yeah, one of them got shot in the neck by a cop. <laughs> Al Stern says, sometimes I get stoned and have no words. So there's that. that. That happens. That happens. It's not a big deal. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. DJ Cogdill says, Henry Kissinger was Secretary of State in the 70s, and Trump fired him last fucking year. In my opinion, he's one of the most evil people that's ever lived so many countries have been destroyed because of him. I agree. Henry Kissinger deserves a dumpster. Deanna 01. Uh, nothing but a bunch of useless eaters. That's what he called you, the regular person. A bunch of useless eaters. That's how great of a person Henry Kissinger is. Deanna 01 says, yes, come to think of it, my daughter's elementary school had lockdown drills like every other week in a town population of approximately 3,500. Normalization? Uh, yep. Zodiac Z... 
Zodiac Z34 says, want to see the future. Look at Australia. It's their flu season now, and they're going into lockdown again. Roger that. And what did I say would probably happen? How, how, how the attitudes will shift? You remember what I've been saying? This is Australia right now. They're in the middle of their flu season. Press the button. Press the button, yeah. Whilst it is in human nature to engage in conversation with others, to be friendly, um, unfortunately... This is not the time to do that. So even if you run into your next-door neighbour in the shopping centre, in the Coles, whilst you're at Coles Woolworths or Aldi or any other um, grocery shop, don't start up a conversation. Oh. Now is the time for minimising your interactions with others. Even if you've got a mask, do not think that affords total protection. We want to be absolutely sure that as we go about our daily lives, we do not come into contact with anyone else that would pose a risk. You hear that? You're not people anymore. Don't be friendly with them. Don't talk to them. Don't look. They're the other. They're the bad. They're the problem. Am I, you know, am I predicting the future yet or not? It's not, it's not hard to see. That's where it was always going to go. And this is a government official. And, there, and it's not going to be any different in Canada or anywhere else. Expect to see Theresa Tam or somebody like say similar shit Bonnie Henry, all of Brian Pallister. Oh, something's got to be done about these people. This person says, believe it or not, I've had some friends who will adhere to these instructions. They will. Holy shit, just says this person. Wuhan has been free of lockdowns for well over a year. Meanwhile, in Melbourne, dictator Dan does communism better. <laughs> Who's this guy? Someone says bloke from NSW. I don't know what that means. For what? Oh. Wake the fuck up. Honestly, for fuck's sakes, they're fucking bankrupting you on fucking purpose. The fucking cabbie can't even fucking eat. Yep. The tradie's going to lose everything. For what? For what? He's you right. You can't see through this bullshit. you got fucking rocks in your head. Like, for fuck's sakes, you're just burying good, honest family members old does he seem like a weak ineffectual like you know faggot loser of a man to you you know honest first impression just by like the, his face and his body language his demeanor how he's speaking he seems like a fucking he seems like a real irregular grown-up dude probably has a family works a hard look at the wrinkles on his face you know this is a fucking you know blue collar guy a man who's got serious fucking concerns about what's happening you're gonna notice that trend these are the neo-nazi this is just another neo-nazi they're talking about Cabbies, like everyone, straight into the hands of who? Bunnings is okay. McDonald's is okay. Coles and Woolworths and any supermarkets are okay. These ridiculous fucking rules. Big business, fine. Small business, fucking gone. Yep. And you're about to watch it get a whole lot fucking worse. And your acquiescence is what's making it fucking happen. How much longer can... How much longer can you move the goalposts, your own goalposts, before you realise that this is bullshit and you're complicit? Through your acquiescence, you're complicit in this. All the boys, all the guys, all the dudes, my man, my dude, around the world. United Kingdom, New Zealand, Australia, Canada, the United States, all the men are thinking the same thing. Isn't that interesting? And no, the, the, I identify as a cisgender man. No, you're not, I'm not, you're not who I'm talking about. You're not on our team, man. You're not our tribe at all.
Okay, <laughs> just not. Probably not. You know, I guarantee none of those people are listening anyway. I'm definitely not their fucking speed. Um, that should be kind of a white pill, though, because it's like who's gonna when this gets wild. Who do you want in your fucking corner? Who's gonna get shit? Who's gonna go go the distance and do what we got to do to fucking survive and you know get things done? The liberal arts degree, you know, fairies that work at Starbucks and have their pronouns in their fucking bios, or this guy. Because uh, the, the, two, the two sides are very clearly defined, in my opinion. I've been doing this a while, and I, I, I can see a pattern and a trend here. And um, I like our chances. I like those odds. And they seem to want to, uh, you know, like, like uh, you know, what's his name? Sam Hyde, he likes to say. They want you dead and your kids enslaved, and they think it's funny. The problem there, though, guys, is that... Uh, the people you're going to need to make that happen, I think you've seriously overestimated their ability. Because that guy is worth like 20 of yours. And you just don't got the numbers. So, I mean, you know, I, I don't want anything crazy to happen. I want everything to fucking go back to normal like anybody else. But if you're going to hunt us down and treat us like parasites and monsters and, and you know, we're, we're going to have to force these people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to come to their house. We're going to knock on their doors. We're going to send the police and the army out there to do that. You're going to find a lot of these people that just haven't been saying much. Just because they're not on the internet. Um... I talk to a lot of fucking people, and they talk to a lot of people too. And I'm telling you, if you want to go down that road, there's a certain way it's going to go. Let the bodies hit the floor. And Let it's the not. Bodies hit the floor. I think you're not going to like the outcome. I'm just, just a suggestion. never play that song outside of the intro on Mondays. Let him hit the floor. Obviously, I'm suggesting they take naps, long naps on the floor to re, you know, re- think about what they've done and wake up better people. We'll see what happens, but uh, I like our, uh, I like my side better than theirs. Adrian Stumser says, no need to read this or any of my messages out loud. <laughs> but some good news. I've, I always read them out loud. Unless you explicitly say not to, I'm going to read them. And even then. But some good news. Good friend, read Industrial Society. Good friend, read Industrial Society and is committed to spreading Diaga truth. There you go, man. Um, it's all about uh, making friends and networking and community building. And uh, there's a lot of us, as you've noticed. If, if it wasn't true, I mean, there's, there's a lot of really passionate, hardworking, serious people that don't understand what's going on. And we're all just fragmented. There's no leadership. There's no organizations. And anytime there is one, they squash it and they destroy it. Why do you think that is? Because they're scared of us. They wouldn't need to do this. Much. They wouldn't need this level of control if it wasn't true. You could just be like, whatever. Like, the government never had to go this hard in the paint on anything ever before. That's because this is the big one. This is the... This is the one big hand in a poker game, right? In a poker tournament or in a fucking 
you know, in sports or in boxing or whatever. This is the one big fight. This is the one. This is the one. There's one t- where this is going to define everything. This is going to be my career, my legacy. This is for all the marbles, baby. This is for the belt. This is for whatever you, whatever you want it to be. This is it. They're going all in. They want the guns. They want to censor the internet. They want to throw people in jail. They want to fucking ban the uh, information. We need to control the whole fucking thing. We're going we're gonna to mass inject you with, with something. We're going to penetrate you. We're going to double penetrate you. We're going to spend all your money on and extra penetrations. And we're going to give you passports, you see. And we're going to... Not everybody's playing ball. Either. A lot of places aren't buying it. In Saskatchewan, Alberta, we're like, yeah, we're not doing that. No, nah, we're, not, we're not having passports. Neither is Doug Ford, surprisingly. But, I mean, things change with different leadership. You can't rest on like, ah, it'll be fine. I'm glad that, you know, Kenny and, and Mo have said that, the premiers of Alberta and Saskatchewan respectively. However, I'm not going to just go to sleep and go, all right, it's going to be fine. They could be replaced anytime. Things can change and who knows what the fall brings. You can never relax. You can never let your guard down. And you need to attack, 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 attack. Like, our, what's his name? Ant Middleton, the SAS guy in the show. He's 100%. That's, dude, trust me. You can listen to me if you want. If you don't want to, I don't care because I know what's true and I know what's real. I had the fucking honor and a privilege to walk with these fucking dudes. They tolerated my presence. You know, they beat the shit out of me and let me hang out. I was like, this is basically the height of my life <laughs> you know, to just be accepted and, and permitted to sit in on the warrior culture at the highest fucking levels. You know, They're, they allowed you to. All right, fine. You can be here. Like, pff, wow. You know, and these guys, that's. You, you don't win by hiding. That's why the military preaches maximum aggression at all times. That's what wins fights. If you find yourself in a fight, the only way to win is to fucking ruthlessly de- obliterate your enemy with everything you got. You fight like it's the fucking end of the world. Always. Every time. That's the attitude that they instill in you in the military, as an infantryman anyway. And all the combat arms. If you, if you have to fight, I mean, you can't be like, oh, you know, we'll see what happens. You got to be ready to throw the fuck down at all times, man. <laughs> all the time. And that's the attitude, you, because they want you to have that attitude and that mentality so that when you find yourself in combat, which you might, uh, you're not going to be, you're, you're going to be hard to kill. You're going to be a hard target. Anytime anything fucks with you, you're coming at it hot with everything you got. You jump in a hole and there's another guy there. He's, it's going to be the worst day of his life. You have to have the mentality that like, I don't know. I hope, I hope I can win. It's like when I go over this fucking great bro, if anybody's over there, I'm going to gut this motherfucker. He's going to die screaming. And then I'm going to look for his friends. I'm going to get them too. You know, that, that's, that's how you win. That's the warrior attitude. I will go through every, I'm, I'm going to be disappointed if there's not enough fucking people to kill. You know, that's how they train these guys. And that's how, that's how you win. The, the side that is more aggressive and fights the hardest and wants to win the most always wins. So if we have a, if we have a bunch of unmotivated you know, black pill, depressed, fucking sad people. We're going to fucking lose. And that's why they do this shit. That's why they, they destroy the groups and they suppress people and they censor things and they ban things and they throw people in jail. They want you to be sad and give up. And, and the harder they try, it kind of makes me happy. The harder they, they work, it makes me happy. I'm like, oh, you're scared now. Now you got to actually work because it was easy before. It's like a boxing match. First few rounds was easy. They didn't even have to do anything. They're like, oh, man, this is, no, this is no problem. But then he's not going down. They're like, fuck, all right, okay, well, I'll, I'll start throwing some shots then. Man, he's round four, round five, round six. He's not, he's not going down. This was supposed to be really one-sided. This was supposed to be a walk in the park. This was supposed to be a two, three-round knockout. 
You know, like Mike Tyson coming in expecting, and now we're in round seven. What's going on? Eight, round eight? All right, fine, motherfucker. Now they're coming out with all the guns. Now they're going to get serious. Now it's going to get So can you fucking hang in there? We're fucking coming into the fuck. It's getting real soon, guys. You know what I mean? The mental game is almost complete, and they're going to start, they're eventually going to run out of time and go, all right, fine. Now we're just going to mi- make a dictatorship act like one. The longer people resist and and not comply and not give in and not, you know, do what they want, the more aggressive they're going to get and the harder they're going to try. And eventually they're going to go way too fucking far and everybody's going to stab. <laughs> right? So just resisting and existing. I mean, it's difficult and it's frustrating and I fucking hate it too. But like every day you don't do what they say. You don't go down to their fucking penetration centers and you, you know, it makes it worse for them. The, the fight continues. The round goes on. Now we're in round nine. What the fuck is going on? This was supposed to be easy. I don't like this. And they're acting like, oh, don't even play. You know, they're doing the whole, I don't need to sit down on my stool. I'm not even tired. I don't. They are fucking tired. That's a mind game. That's a tell. That's a fucking tell. I'm going to pretend I'm super strong. That's what the Sun Tzu thing, right? You act strong when you're weak and you act weak when you're strong. What's the government doing right now? It's acting very strong. Acting like, oh, dude, don't even fuck around. The fines will give you. Oh, buddy, don't even fuck around. Bro, you guys are such a minority right now. You're so fucked. Like, nobody even cares. You're, you're so fucking outnumbered right now, bro. There's fucking everybody hates you. They're acting like they fucking run because it, it, that's a tell, actually. Sorry to say. The more you fucking puff your chest out and act like it's fucking all over and resistance is futile, the more I smell blood and think, hmm... You sound scared to me because a real confident person and, and, and they're just like, whatever, I don't, you just smile and nod. Like, let's go then. I'm not even, cons- I don't need to censor shit or do shit. Like, let's just fucking meet in the middle and we'll see what's what then. They're not doing that. They're, they're, they're doing the opposite, which is, um, as a, as a doctor, as a doctor. Um, because I identify as one. I ident- I'm sometimes I'm uh, sometimes sexually, when I'm aroused, I, I I'm an Apache attack helicopter, and I, and I imagine dropping Hellfire missiles on entrenched Taliban positions and watching the arms and legs fly around. It makes me happy. It's like popping bubble wrap. It you know it just gets me there sexually. You know. But other times I identify as a doctor, a psychologist, a psychiatrist, really, psycho- whatever, a brain uh, mind doctor. And um, I diagnose I diagnose you with um worry. You smell that, Phil? I smell something. I smell fear. I smell try hard. I smell some try hard. Yeah. France is rioting wide open. Huh. So is Greece. Huh. Weird. That's like a that's a that's a really interesting story. I don't think people should know about that. They're not telling anybody about that weird fucking strange it's almost like they'd have to do more work to not tell you about it because then to not only report it and then squash twitter stories and all the shit happening in in, in, oh in cuba too it's falling apart in some places isn't it canadian press promotes communist cuba talking points ignores the pro pro freedom crime why would you ignore that And and you're suspending people on twitter and social media for talking about this this says i know it's hard to read i don't speak cuban but uh, A-N-T-I-C-O-M-U-N-I-S-T. Anti-communist. wonder what that means. 
Weird the Canadian government isn't... Oh, they're worried about the vaccines and, you know, casserole. No one hates communism more than people that live in communist countries. Go talk to a regular Cuban person. And I've been to Cuba. It's fucking amazing. No, 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 no. I've never been to Cuba, but I have been to Jamaica. Very similar situation. You go to the resorts, it's like mini America. It's amazing. They're gorgeous. Very clean. Very... Dude, amazing. The resorts in Jamaica are like, wow, this is fucking dope. But I was there with the military. So, and, 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 not, and not like high brass, high end Jonathan Vance. I'm here to fucking smack bitches in the ass and get my dick sucked while I get margaritas all day. Fucking general John Vance career. I wasn't there doing that. I was fucking Master Corporal McKenzie in the woods with a bunch of guys that were like, are we going to die, dude? I'm like, yeah, probably. <laughs> I lived there was like bugs crawling. Yeah, I, I didn't know I wasn't doing that kind of lifestyle. We lived we were in the in the shit part where it was like murder capital of the world, Kingston, I think when I was there or near around that time. Um we lived in the, people live in sheet metal shanty towns. I'm not joking. Like sheet metal welded together, yeah, or tied together in some case. That's somebody's house. That's rural Jamaica. Like, picture rural Saskatchewan or rural Alberta or rural we're fucking wherever in Canada. In rural Jamaica is people living in sheet metal shanty towns. Yeah. And uh, there's like dead bodies laying in the street sometimes. And you're just like, oh. You're like, oh, look, a corpse. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, it's not the same thing. What they're showing you, it, it's like uh, like, the, like the media trick where it's like what, what, what the media shows you in reality. It's like the guy looks like a guy chasing someone with a knife. But when you zoom out, it's like, oh, this guy's defending himself from someone trying to murder him. It's a totally different thing. And why doesn't the government tell you about this? It's, it's, uh, they're really working hard to uh, hide things. And they have to now not only just not report it, but they got to delete everything that does. So it's like, woof. keeps spreading and keeps going. Now we've got an Australian MP saying unvaccinated people need to be controlled and restricted. Who could have predicted? Authorities should decide what they're allowed to do in the community. Oh, they should, huh? Should they? Should they? When you make life so unbearable that people are like, I would rather fucking die than do another day of this, especially in big numbers. You know what happens? People literally uh, act on that and say, I'd rather die. I don't give a fuck. I'm coming downtown and I'm fucking some cops up. I'm flipping cars. I'm hitting people with bricks. I got homemade bombs, guns, whatever the fuck. I'll run them over my car. I don't give a shit. I literally want to die because I can't live in this nightmare anymore. It's going to be rough in Australia because, but you know what? In Canada and America, we got guns still. And, you know, people in Australia, in the UK, in New Zealand, the men that live there, we don't have a culture of sticking up for ourselves and having to fight our own people in our own, like, the, but they're not our people. That's the thing you don't understand. Or a lot of these guys don't understand. The government, like, they're, they're not you, man. They're, they're not our people. The, 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 these people in the Australian parliament, the government, these are not Australians. These are, these are globalist sellouts. These are, these are motherfuckers. The cycle of motherfuckers I talked about, this is, they're on that wheel. It's like a carousel. And it keeps coming back. Every once in a while, there we come again. You know, picture Stalin on a carousel. He goes away. He's gone. He's gone. And he fucking comes back again. And then he's gone. And here here we are again. Here comes Stalin again. It's human nature. It's a cycle. It's what happens. It's like we're fucking doomed to suffer this as a species. 
that we, you know, every so many years, we got to deal with the scourge of, of the motherfucker who wants to come in and run your life and tell you what to do and control everything. And he's like, if you don't do what I say, I'll kill you. Like, oh, great. This, this guy again. Call him whatever you want. Call him Brian Pallister or Joe Biden or Boris Johnson. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. It's Hitler. It's fucking. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's it's a it's the same thing. I see the same thing. I see the same motherfucker. Same piece of shit who wants to control everybody. Happens all the time. Always ends bad. Sooner or later. Uh, Hadrian's dumps. Oh, I read that one. Sorry. Paul Revere says quick bedtime story. What do you want to hear a story about? We're almost done. We're almost over. I went a little over time here, but I think I started late, so it's okay. We're close to the end here. Uh, I appreciate these guys and I really love you guys for being here and doing this and uh, you know it helped I, I look forward to it you guys are my fucking you guys are my family now <laughs> not really I have a real family but <laughs> I do I, I, you guys are honestly a, a big important part of my life and I, I appreciate this and all the support you guys give me and uh, it's been great I've, I've, had, I've been actually lucky to meet a lot of you people and you're all really cool um, people are giving me notices apparently I uh not meeting expectations in certain areas. Say that much. Where were you earlier? There was a welding question. Yeah, I don't know. Stacy! Stacy, You're Stacy now. Lone Star Texan says, I'm a Texan and I'm pissed off! That's the way it is. You know how you tell a Texan is pissed off? I'm the opposite of a Texan. Like, I'm a, I understand, like, I wish I was a different way. I wish I was one of these, I wish I was the Texan kind of pissed off. Not the Alex Jones, he's, he's not typical, right? Having never been to Texas. But you know who was? Uncle Hack, who did a bunch of comedy shows down in Texas. Uh, Austin, I believe he was at, and he's going to be here tomorrow on the fucking House Arrest Podcast. We're going to have a hang out and talk to old, uh, old Brendan, Uncle Hack here, about all kinds of man stuff. I'm a yell. I, you know, I'm a, I'm an animated crazy guy. But most Texans are like, uh, you know, just very stout. Got my hat. Got my stetson on. My boots. And you know, they see all this upsetting stuff, and they just stand there. They don't say anything. And they've got a belt buckle, a big belt, a huge, a retard. You're like that belt buckle is enormous. It's the size of a man's head. And then they just put their hands in their in either under their jeans or in their pockets and then spit a huge piece of tobacco like on the ground. And they're like, what's wrong? And like, well, I'm a little bit fucking concerned about what you've been saying over there. I think we're going to have a problem. That's the most upset a Texan man like that. He, he's about to kill you. <laughs> right? He's about to. Tr- he's going to blow you away. You're he's seconds from death. And this is a tactic that the Texan uses. Lures you in with a false sense of like. He's barely even awake, but he's actually about to kill you. <laughs> you know, it's brilliant. It's genius. It's genius. Don't think I'm not on to you, Texans. I know what's going on. I know what's going on over there. Lo- see, Lone Star Texas laugh. He's like, yeah, I- yeah, exactly. They're like keeping it cool inside. They're like, I hate this guy. But outward, they're, they're like, well, I'm going to have to go home, come back here with my truck. And uh, I'm not going to lie. Uh, there's a significant chance I- I'm going to uh, run you the fuck over with my truck so. <laughs> and then he'll just calmly murder you <laughs> god bless texas and that's why so many texans are in the navy do you know what they do you know that texas produces the most special forces operators in the united states out of any other state that's a fact look it up texas 
Texas. This is why I love Texas, right? Texas promote produces the most killers, the most scary fucking savage murderers for the United States warrior class than any other state in the United States. I don't know why that is. Maybe it's the heat. Maybe they just maybe they're born there and they're like, oh, daddy, I'm just gonna tell you right now, this if it don't if I don't stop sweating soon, uh, I'm gonna develop a deep uh seated uh, you know, like a deep rooted part of my soul that uh can only be uh, quenched by murder. I'm going to have to find a way to legally kill all kinds of people because I can't live on this heat. Man, goddamn, it's hot. <laughs> and that's how Chris Kyle was born, you know, and he was just killing people, and he's like, it's so hot. It's so fucking hot in Dallas right now. Like, damn, Chris Kyle's on a rampage. What is it about these Texans? It's so fucking hot back home. This fucking goddamn Iraqi heat reminds me of how goddamn hot it is in Dallas. Never put white people in the heat. We're from your Northern Europe. We're from Europe. We're supposed to be like temperate people. You can't put us in the heat. We go crazy. You put white people in hot places. They get, they get, they get killy. They get stabby shooting, whatever. Especially if they're going to be weird, creepily like calm about it. Then they really should be concerned. Don't be concerned about someone like me or Alex Jones. I'm blowing off steam. When I start talking real calm, like, and going, listen, guys, we got a situation that uh, is going to have to be dealt with here. So uh, tomorrow, Friday, maybe you might see some stuff on the news. Maybe you won't. We'll see what happens. If I start saying stuff like that, get your helmets. <laughs> when white people get real quiet, st- <laughs> that's when you thats when you go, oh, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, it's on now. Anyway, that was a great uh, thank you. Lone Star Texan just added, there was a five-minute rant about Texas. I've literally never been to Texas, but I think there's at least seven people or eight people that follow this from Texas, so I feel that I'm qualified to speak on their, their, (laughs) guys are all laughing. (laughs) God bless Texas. All right, Exiled Canadian Patriot, thank you so much, man. I appreciate that. You're a fucking, um, dude, you've been a, uh, you got to stop, right? I feel bad. You've sent me so much on Everything you've done, it's, it's, I appreciate it. Blaine, thank you so much. Uh, I believe if we want our freedoms back, we're going to have to fight for them. Like taxes, like uh, Sargon was saying this, just like taxes, when the government levies taxes or takes freedom away, it, it, it's forever. You, you don't get it back by asking. Uh, he says, the globalists are not going to let this go. The game has begun. Got to pick the hill, then be ready to take the stand. It's crazy that that's where we're in. That's where we're at. Uh, Jarna says they're in, they are in the American telegram. Dude, they're in there. The fucking Texans. Te- that's why Texas, Texas is a key component of Dagalon. Dagalon can't exist without Texas. We need Texas. We love Texas. We want more Texas. We want, we want Texas to annex neighboring states. Oklahoma, big Texas bigger. I want more Texas, bigger Texas. I want more Texas. Uh, Camus Key says, people at work have stopped talking about the penetration. I think a lot of them have buyer's remorse. They fucking will soon, I bet. Cadillac Slim says, gas and styrofoam wrapped in a wine bottle. The Cirque's drink of choice. Had a few drinks tonight. Love the stream. Thank you, man. Love you guys. You guys rule. Pumpkin Launcher says, here's Butt's mom. You can tell she loves the... <gasps> Is it really her mom? Happy Mother's Day, Rita. Oh, he dug up Rita. There's no picture, though. It's loading. Take it, take it from it. Hadrian's Dumper says, extremely anti-Semitic. Oh, there she is. There's your, I mean, I'm not proud of it, guys, but I mean. <laughs> the thing she can do with that tongue, though. Right, guys? 
It. I mean, you do every. You, you, I'll try anything once. All right. You do, oh, 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 almost anything. No gay stuff. Fuck. <laughs> Jesus, you're gonna get me. Can't. This is a kid show. For fuck's sake, yeah. Hadrian Summers says extremely anti-Semitic. That awful Cuban translation should have been communism. It's amazing. You fucking bigot. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, bro. Reverend Chad says, peace and good tidings to you, sir. I'm going to take an antacid and sleep. That's a great idea. I'm almost done, sir. And then Anderson Palin says, no quack is going to spit roast vax. The bigots, may you do another 153 streams. 553 streams, Morty. 100 million streams, Morty. 100 million streams, Philip. Philip and Range. Range and Philip. 100, and, 100 million episodes. 100 million streams. Streams forever. www.philipandrange.com.org. Dot, dot, dot gov. Dot every, every day. Every day. Every week. Forever. Philip and Range. Range and Philip. Every day. A million years. 100 million years, Philip. 100 million. I'm doing a, it's a Rick and Morty thing. I'm not too impressed with the new season, to be honest with you. It's not bad, but it's not. Doesn't have the magic of the first two. The first two were really good. Uh, anyway. New York City Bit says, I'm a native Texan. and Of course, fucking course he is, right? I'm a native Texan. And let me tell you, we, we all don't live in Texas either. We are everywhere. We're fucking Texas. You're a Texas fucking behind the lines fucking colonizer. You're colonizing for the damn Texans. Firepixie says, saw a video about manhood and not becoming an adult, but actual manhood, how throughout the centuries, different cultures have had milestones that you must reach or achievements that you must make before you're a man, and we don't have anything anymore. That's true. That's true. It's, it's kind of a, it's almost like, a, like in the military, right? Um, or where you can, there's certain unspoken expectations that everybody mostly adheres to and you can kind of like not say anything a couple of times but eventually you got to be like all right man uh somebody's got to say something and no one ever did that with our society it's like well we all expect men to act a certain way and they did for a while and then they kind of stopped and no one was ever like okay that's enough that's enough like we we all collectively as men have to be like this this is this is not acceptable guys this has to stop um you know this is just, it's just not, you know, and if you're not going to listen to us, listen to the women, you know, who hates you more than us, the women do, because a lot of these guys, especially the dudes I know that are like alpha dudes, like, man, it's fucking, <laughs> it's fucking buyer's choice out there right now. There's no competition. <laughs> all the guys, all the guys, there, there's no men left. You know, some of these guys I talked to are like, I could fucking, you know, they're just cleaning up because the fucking country, they're all, they're all dating. Like, uh, like I said, the migrant, you know, the migrants guy, the, the Muslim guys, the fucking, cause they're, they're mean dudes. We're not mean, but you know, confident fucking versus what these soy people, these jean wearing fucking skinny jean guys. I'm going to order a flight of wine and I'm really into photography. Like women don't respect people like that. And that's the vast majority of our society now. And is it any wonder that they uh, are rejecting these guys? You have all these the I, the, the MGTOW stuff. I think that's a lot of uh, a lot of guys looking for excuses for their own shortcomings and blaming women for their own you know their own failures, right? Oh, women are all whores and they're fucking like, well, yeah, there is some of that. But um, have you looked in the mirror though? Like, are you are you much to fucking look at yourself? And I don't mean just physically. I mean, are you what kind of person are you? What do you what are you offering people? Not, I'm really, I'm really good at Call of Duty. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, <laughs> you know. NYC Bit says, and I ain't no city boy either. My mom opened the Houston Rodeo on the 1,200-mile horse race trail. 
she was a barrel racer. I don't even know what that means, but it sounds insane. A barrel racer. I feel like she, ra I feel like, correct me if I'm wrong. I, I feel like um, that's a horse galloping with a barrel attached to it and a woman in the barrel. Is that true? Is that what it is? I don't know. It's probably insane. Synthetic C17 says, cheers, biggest. Thank you, sir. Thank you so much. And NYC bit says, my bad. It's actually like a hundred miles. <laughs> Regardless, it's a fucking long way to go. That's a long way to go either way, man. All right, let me make sure I didn't miss anything really insane. You know, Australia, you know, 50, the country's, it's there, man, 50%, probably more now. Um, Kamala Harris is the same, but we all knew that. All right. I never did play that Immortal Technique song. Ah, well, check it out. Rich Man's World Immortal Technique. I played it in the pre-area Amble type of thing. It's pretty, pretty sick. What is that? Oh, no. Turn that off. Turn that off immediately. Uh, did I miss anything I really wanted to? That's, that's, that's the most important thing. And which is usually nothing. I make notes and I'm like, I don't, even, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I literally never do. I sit down and go, I hope I fucking think of something to say. And it just turns into nothing. Nothing's opening up here. Church arsons, yeah. Uh, <laughs> right. That was another thought I had. Like, I'm sure this is going to come to a head. I'm sure. How can it not? Imagine that your society right now. Because why is it different? Like I said earlier, like the, the way the government's run like a corporation. You know, like every, you know, like a pyramid, uh, you know, chain of command. Our society is a similar way, but except imagine like a business, you've got your receptionists, your warehouse people, you've got your, your drivers and your, 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 uh, you know, your office people and your administrators and your laborers and, and so on and so forth. And your officer class type people who are like the management and then, you know, all the way up to the CEO and the regional managers underneath him and whatever. That's our country, except that everyone's insane. Most of the people running this corporation are insane. Like, uh, you know, the CEO, well, we'll leave him for last, but like the guy in the warehouse I talked about, he hears voices. He, he thinks there's crabs in all the boxes and no one can go near the box. These, we can't touch those boxes. There's just crab people in there and we got to fucking, okay. The reception person is named Susan, who's a man in makeup, who's just roided the fuck out with a giant square jaw. Or maybe his name is Electra or something, Right. This, this business is not going places. You go up to the CEO, it's a monkey in a tuxedo with a top hat and a monocle swinging a knife around, swinging from the ceiling, who just cuts people when it comes into the office. This isn't going to end well. This company is not going to make money for much longer. Like you had a really successful company and then replaced it with all these people because feelings or diversity or whatever, right? And like, but none of these, these people are literally insane. That's literally a man in a dress. That's, that, that's not, that's not, dude, nature is king and it always will be, you fucking psychos. What are you going to, you're going to fight nature? Dude, there's men and there's women, period, the end of story. There are, no, there's 60 million genders, pretend whatever you want, but, but uh, getting punched in the face is getting punched in the face. Okay, uh, you can't run a society like this. You just can't. How long can we do it? before everything falls apart well the wheels feel a little shaky to me right now you know what i'm saying
And how long can these motherfuckers get away with this shit? That's a real, that's a real question. That's a real interesting part. And I hope I don't die before I find out the answer. I really, I mean, as crazy and as awful as this is, I mean, you got to admit, this is interesting. This is an interesting time to be alive. I was joking with Ty Nicholson and, and, you know, I was like, imagine being, this is like the 1800s and you're like an onion farmer and the most exciting thing that's happened in three years. Like, hell, slow, Isaac, you remember when that stray, when the neighbor dog from uh, several hundred miles down yonder ran through the onion patch? That was, that was quite an exciting afternoon, wasn't it? You know, like that was the, wow, you know, most people lived and died within 25 miles of where they were born. Nothing really ever, they just farmed and worked and went to sleep and farmed and worked. That was life. That was basically it. The big adventure was going to the city, you know. Now it's like you get to live in the time where the fucking world's coming apart. In real time, you have a front row seat to everything. And like, just understand the privilege that this is and that you've really, for one reason or another, You've been chosen by chance or by fate. And if you're a God-fearing person, or if you're not, Marcus Aurelius, I saw, I love when people post fucking some of the old fucking zingers from these dudes because they lived real life in real nature. There was no bullshit and fuckery. It was just man versus nature all the time. And they had lots of time to think. And Marcus Aurelius, you know, about the God question, he says, if there's a God and he's just, then you should, you know, live your life to, to please God and, you know, and if there's a God and he's not just, he's evil, well, then you should still live a just and moral and, you know, be a good person because fuck him. Why would you worship a God that's a piece of shit? Fuck that guy. And if there's no God, then live your life as a good and moral and just person and you'll leave a legacy for your children and grandchildren and people to follow into the future and thus creating a better society for everyone. Essentially, there's no excuse not to be a good person at all. Like, there's literally zero. Just be a fucking, just be the fucking man, you know? Anyway, so how long can this go on? And how long can these people, you know, do this to, to, to everybody? You, you, you're here in a time and place where it's like, for whatever reason, we can go on the internet, we can watch France on fire and Greece on fire. Like, think about, just, just grasp the scope of what's happening. There is, not, not maybe, there is a group of, a group of people, a group of people, who are out there trying to consolidate power as they've been doing for decades, but now they're just basically going for it. Every Western country, all at the same time. Gun bans, mass migration, hate speech, control the internet, climate change. It, all, all, all the crazy shit that's been going on. And it's not going to last 100. Like, this is going to come to a head, and it's either going to happen or it's not going to happen. And you're in a position right now that you get to participate. You, not only do you just get to watch this, you can participate. This is like, I mean, this is crazy shit. An international communist, you know, attempted takeover that people have warned about forever. And it, now it's actually happening. It's like that scene in Ghostbusters, right? His name is Ivor Shandor. He had a crazy end of the world cult. He thought that humanity was too sick to survive. They did crazy rituals on the roof of the building. Trying to, trying to, you know, usher in the destruction of humanity. And now it looks like it may actually be happening. It's like the end of Ghostbusters 1. So, I mean, you got to at least appreciate that, right? We could, you could have lived in any other time period and anything else could be going on. I mean, um, as, you know, I do think this a lot and it's, 
It all depends on your attitude. Like, again, like I said, someone said, I didn't come up with this. I just recognize that as an ultimate fucking truth. So I tell other people because it doesn't belong to me. It doesn't belong to whoever said it. If it's true, it's true. It belongs to all of humanity. The greatest battles in your life happen in the six inches between your ears. And you can, you can choose to look at this any way you want. You can be like, and I do this. I wish I could go back to the 90s or the early 2000s where it's like, what's your, what's your biggest problems this weekend? Well, the fucking Leafs didn't make the playoffs because they fucking rank. Fucking can't play hockey. That's fucking disappointing. Fucking driveways got goddamn four feet of fucking snow in it. So that's going to be hell of a fucking afternoon. Then I got to go down to the hardware store and get some fuses for the fuse box. Because the fucking whatever. The miss plugged in the vacuum and she fucking popped the fuse in the base. So now I got to go get a fuse. That used to be my, that used to just be life. That used to just be regular shit. It's all gone. Now it's like, well, we've got the communist takeover. <laughs> Possibly the end of the world, the fucking COVID passports, massive inflation, economy exploding. And you're like, this is insane. But everybody dies. Everybody lives and dies and everybody gets their own time. It could have been boring. It could have been stupid. It could have been awful. You get to, you get to, you get to see the, the craziest show on earth, you know? So, I mean, eventually when we're all dead and gone, and it's all over. We'll be like, man, that wasn't that something. <laughs> So I don't know. I, I try not to be afraid of anything because it's like, like I said, we're all, we're all it's, it's all over for all of us sooner or later. We're all going to the same place, being afraid of, uh, what are they going to say? People call you names. People, who cares? The government will come after you. Who cares? I don't care. Cancer is coming. Death is literally coming after me every day and you. You're today, like Derek said the other night, right? Today, you're closer to being dead than you've ever been in your life. Did you know that? Right now, you're never closer to death than you've ever been. Every minute that goes by, you're getting closer. That's another stoic uh, stoicism thing. The memento mori. The, the, some of them even chart out a chart. Shows how many weeks of your life that you have, and they fill them in as they go. So you can visibly have a representation of how much time you might have left if you're lucky. And that will, in, that will inspire you to do something with your fucking time that matters. That isn't vapid, empty, soulless bullshit. Consumerism bullshit. Yappity yap yap about bullshit, about nothing on the internet. All, yeah, 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 yeah. You only get one life and it's all, you don't know when it's going to be over. Imagine if you were going to die right now. Are you happy with your shit? You're going to feel bad? You're going to feel like you missed out? Like you, you could have, would have, should have, right? They like it. They like it that people are, are, are distracted. And not thinking things like things like this, because when you believe in something bigger than yourself, then all of a sudden you start getting ideas. <laughs> no, people like that are hard to stop because they're like, you can, you can, you can kill me, but you'll never take my freedom and so on. And that's an infectious attitude, just like doom pilling and black pilling. It's, it's over, man. It's fucking, bro. that's very contagious. So is the opposite thing. So is confidence. So is good leadership. So is just fucking make me Jerry. You know, you see somebody like the guy that stood up, the, the ferryman's toll, follow him at Dagalon on Instagram. The guy that stood up in front of the column of Chinese tanks coming into Tiananmen Square with the grocery bags in his hands, whatever he had, just stood there in the way. He's like, run me the fuck over, you piece of shit. I fucking dare you. I dare you, motherfucker. That is, that's it personified. There's a reason that photo still exists and is in unkillable and, and means so much to so many people and says so much with just, just that image, just the image, just one simple man standing up to a column of fucking steel death. He's like, you can just kill me. You, you don't, you don't get this ever. 
and they're still struggling to keep people under control. That was fucking how many decades ago now? And they still are fighting with the fucking with the Hong Kong separatists and all, right? You can't kill it. You can run. You can try. Patton says three shots for tank, man. I can't do that, but I can do this. As long as you don't give up, you've always got a chance. And hey, if they want to party, I love to party. Oh, don't we, Phil? So what about you guys? You guys like to party? Let's roll up our sleeves and fucking... Oh. Philip, get the tables. We'll see what's up in the wintertime, won't we, motherfuckers? Zodiac Z34, dogs and cats living together in mass hysteria. Sergio Bonus about I've, I've seen, I'll have to say that for another time. Parrot sings, let the bodies hit the floor. NYC Bit, Synthetic C17, Fire Pixie, Anderson Paladin, Reverend Chad, Hadrian's Dumpster, Pumpkin Launcher, Cadillac Slim, Camus Key, Exile Canadian Patron. Thanks again, brother, so much. Long stop, Texan. You guys keep it under control down there. Fucking crazy. T- six separate Tyrannus. Paul Revere, Hadrian's Dumpster. Deanna 01, DJ Kaga, Alstern. Rain Dog. Taylor C. The Ferryman's Toll. Follow him at Diagonal on Instagram. Get some shirts. He does great work. His shirts are amazing. His shit is awesome. It's awesome. Jake Powell, CRJ. Bickley from Ontario, Hellbilly Deluxe, 1984 Esquire, uh, Robert E. Legal. That sounds like Gerald Butts' mom. (laughs) Gets worse here every day. I love this part. This is Circulon. This is the world, boys. And eventually, you have anything you want, but you better not take it from Philip. Cadillac Slim, Dale Frickin' Tree, thanks for the. D- <laughs> Sergeant Bear, Taylor Z. Moses Lack, brother, thank you. Starshine Girl, Barry O'Biden, Full Draw Scrub, Senior Bean, Al Stern, thank you so much. Freedom Always, love and hello to your father. Chris W.T. Burke. Food dog, thank you so much, sir. Dirtbag welder, congratulations again. And Peter Frampton, thanks, guys. Follow everybody on the Telegram. Find your friends, find your tribe, because you're going to need them, and they're going to need you, more importantly. They're going to need you. T.me slash Raging Distant. Go there, the pin message, all the... Just go, you'll figure it out. You're smart people, for fuck's sakes. Ragingdistant.com, Gab, Telegram, TikTok, Instagram, at Raging Distant, if you want, because it's all suppressed anyway, but whatever. Ten days without mass death, Phil. No masks, no restrictions here in uh, the beautiful God's God's province of Saskatchewan. Straighter than the border. I am fucking straighter than the Saskatchewan Manitoba border, bud. <laughs> yeah. Patria, six emperor Tyrannus, death to Stalin, Dagalon forever. Fuck the Cirques. Fuck them. 
again, go subscribe to all that stuff. Uh, you know, follow me there because you never know when they're going to ask ne the next thing. We'll have to move elsewhere. You know, I want to lose touch with you guys because you rule. And uh, I think that'll do it. You're in the jungle now, baby. And you're... The Cirques are going to get some. Cheers, guys. I'll see you uh, tomorrow. Uncle Hack, house arrest, 2 p.m. Eastern. If you're not there, you're faking gay. Propatria, six and Tyrannus, get to Stalin! Cheers, guys. Love you. What do you think, Phil? You want to do what? Phil, you've had some ambitious plans before, but this one is really out there, I got to say. I see the blueprints. I know you like Australia. You're t Dude, this is crazy even for you. You want to move a continent? It's basically a continent. Australia is basically a continent, dude. We're not, we're not talking about moving a couple of fucking, you know, Ikea desks across town to another office here. All right. How many men? I know they make them bigger in Texas, but how many? How many Texan men? So you want to use a grappling hook and a rope and just get all the, it says, quote, all the fellas in Texas, and they're just going to like, tug of war pull australia into california destroying it and in, a, in one fell swoop destroying is you know liberal homo mecca of of the globo uh, you know while simultaneously rescuing australia so australia is basically a a, 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 a d-day assault boat for you and you're gonna crash them in that hawaii's in the way though a necessary sacrifice? No, Phil. No one. What about wind speeds in the sea? Uh, you know, hey, if you can pull it off, do it. I don't even care. I, I, it's amazing. I would be impressed. I won't. Uh, you know what? Yes, I. Yes, I am. Give me the paper. I'll sign off it right now. If you can make this happen. Uh, yes, I will add Australia to Diagalon. If you can get a bunch of guys from Texas to tug a war, pull a continent across the fucking ocean. I'll give you whatever you want. Whatever you want. Yes, even, though, e even those pictures. I will give you her pictures. You have earned them. You've more than earned them. I'm sorry, but he's getting them. He pulled a continent across the earth. It's the least he can do is get your picture. Anyway. This hot mic thing. Uh, I should probably turn this off though, right? <laughs>